GXP Podcast. Chatting with the coolest people from across the Midwest who do some awesome things. We've been at this a minute. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out. See you next year. Yeah, we love it. Now, here's your host, Brian Lee. Welcome to the GXP Podcast, episode number 58. Ooh, 58. Where have you guys been? Where have I been? Where's GXP Podcast been? I know. We've taken a little bit of time off here, but uh, we appreciate your patience. Uh, A little bit has happened here since episode 57, and uh, maybe we'll get into that today. But uh, we have an awesome show for you. We got uh, my buddy here. He goes by the name of Joe Sample. Joe Sample. What's up, man? How you doing? Joe Sample. What's going on? Oh, just in here for a good fun time here today. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, Joe Sample, that's obviously not your last name. Maybe it is, is it? It, it actually is my real name. It is name. really your yep. last name? That yep. is so badass. It's so awesome. Yep. I was like, how did he come up with that? Um, well, I was born with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Um, GXP Podcast here, episode 58. I'm Brian Lee. We got uh, Joe Sample with us today, and uh, we have a lot to talk about, man. Yeah. A lot lot of things going on. There is a lot of things going on. So first off, um, I came across you uh, and and your Facebook page and everything because you're doing a lot of positive things here in the community. And... um, I, I just kind of want to know, like, what led you to that? I mean, this that being what you're doing on Facebook, and we'll get to that here. I know I'm being kind of vague. Um, is not your full time job, but it looks like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, when the whole pandemic hit uh, back in the spring, I kind of uh, wanted to try to help support local businesses and just go out to eat and. Uh, there's a Facebook page that I think has over 19,000 members now um, that kind of started up a Facebook page to support local. And uh, I made a few posts on there uh, of me going out to eat. What what Facebook page is that? Um, it, it's now Rally Cap Challenge. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, I just kind of had some fun with a few of the posts and made fun, you know, dressed up a little bit or made a crazy picture yeah. with a huge tenderloin by my face. And it kind of went viral. And uh and by that going viral, it uh, people are like, "Where's Joe going to eat next?" You know, I was like, "The Where's Waldo of, yeah. of food places." So I just continued it on because I heard of how it was helping the local businesses get more business in in the door. So wow. So how the hell can you afford to eat out every single day, three times a day? And, and you look good, man. You're not you're not this big guy, you know? Oh, that's funny because uh, my, <laughs> my wife had the conversation with me several times um, about, you know, how much it costs to go out to eat versus uh, eating at home. And uh, so that was a battle. But what I did was kind of took that stimulus check, that first stimulus check we got, and just kind of used that towards uh, a little extra money because that's what it's supposed to be for. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To stimulate the uh, the the economy and everybody that's in it, and so you took your stimulus check. Did you take your wife's too? Uh, it worked its way into that, <laughs> <laughs> and the kids. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys go out as a family? Because uh, sometimes we do. I don't. I don't see. I guess a whole lot of your family on your page. No, so a lot of the posts are probably just me. Um, I took my daughter with me a lot. Uh, my ten year old Devin. Um, but. Uh, uh, we did do some family posts as well, nice. um, but uh, most of it was me. And, you know, I was working from home. Uh, I'm usually on the road for three days a week at least. And uh, I was, believe me, I was getting sick of being at home. So I was, I it, was, it was my chance to sort of get out, 
go go to a restaurant, drive around for a little bit, and support local business. So, now do you get any perks from it? I mean, do do restaurants like, you know, do they give you a, you know a gift certificate to come back or something like that? Or um, most of them, uh, you know, try offering that type of thing, and most of them I turned down because that wasn't the point of this whole deal. It was to help them out. Um, uh, have I taken a few? Like maybe if I ordered a meal, they might say, "Hey Joe, I want you to try this and send me with something you. else." Type of deal. Um, so that would, that would probably, you know, and that was only a portion of them, not a lot of them. Um, but, uh, um, also a lot of them have helped, uh, helped me donate to the hospitals and things like that. And, you know, we can get into that more, but there are several businesses out there that were uh, paying it forward, uh, with the business and, uh, giving food to the, the heroes in the hospitals and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean, so if you're not familiar with Joe Sample here, go to Facebook, dot com or whatever it is now and uh type in joe sample now there's other joe samples out there i yeah, I, I do I, ha- I do hashtag a lot of my uh posts with be like joe so be like joe yeah, so hashtag be like joe and uh he goes to local restaurants here um cedar rapids iowa city marion yeah marion cedar rapids mainly i do go around iowa city a little bit um up north uh we'd ride our bikes in the summer me and my wife would to um uh, bullies up north there oh, nice. in Center yeah. Point. Yeah. It's a nice little bike ride. We'd have lunch there. I so I have some posts with her doing that um, as well. But uh, you know, yeah, in the area mostly. Uh, even when I was up fishing up north in Boundary Waters, uh, we got out of town in Grand Marais and we did a couple posts up That's there. Super so, cool, man. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, yes, local is great. Um, and and then you're even expanding out above you know above that is, is what I'm trying to get at. Um, so I, I look at your post and I'm like, God damn, he makes me hungry. <laughs> you know, I mean, the food is always looking so good and, uh, you have several posts a day. Yeah. I, I try to get out uh, at least once a day. Uh, sometimes I, I usually get out twice a day. Um, and, and, and the idea of that is I want the post to look good. So I guess I'm doing my job if yeah. you like them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, if the food looks good and it, it looks, you know, people, you know, and a lot of people are following me right now. So if I make a good post and people like it, they, they, believe me, the, the traffic comes in the door. And it, it's it's astonishing for those local guys. I know I've had a couple reach out to me on the side and just say, Joe, you know, thanks a lot. And we, we got this much business over that. That next two weeks, you know, was crazy, you know, and and, and that that truly is what we want to hear. Perfect, know? yeah, yeah. You know, that's awesome, man. Um, uh, Deets, we're talking. I, I see you you deal a little bit with that. What is Deets? So Deets is a app, um, free app on your phone. Um, it basically. Um, you can download it and you can see what's going on in the area. They'll have little maps. People can plug in, you know, if I go eat at, let's say, Tommaso's Pizza, okay? I, I plug in there and maybe sh- you can even take a picture now and put it on there, your picture, or if they have a deal, you know, maybe half off pizzas or something like that. You can mark that on there. And anyone on that Deets app can see that. And it might encourage them to go there. They can see deals of the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, where you buy, they even have this during Christmas where you can buy your Christmas tree. Um, but they they kind of reached out to me during the uh, the summer when uh, things were they were trying to start this Deets app and uh, asked me if I you know would help them out a little bit with it and so I met with them at um, downtown at her local restaurant um, Black Sheep actually it was and uh, name we, drop yeah and we sat <laughs> at the bar and uh, we just I kind of asked them about what they were about. Um, because I seen them make a couple comments on my post at one point, and I was they wasn't sure who they were, and I didn't want them harassing someone or something like right. that, you know. Yeah. So, so I met with them and uh, knew they were legit, and I knew what they were doing was going to be good for the city, 
and for our local businesses. And so I partnered with them and helping do some posts yeah. and tagging deets as well. Um, and they've done some really good stuff for they're, they're a local app. Correct. So I think they do basically Cedar Rapids. Uh, they yeah. don't have, maybe there might have a little bit in Iowa city or something like that, but it's mainly a Cedar Rapids app. Um, and they just recently did the loyal to loyal. They did the, um, where you could buy a bonds. Yes. And, uh, basically the bonds were about, I think you paid $75 and for a hundred dollar bond in March. So you're investing in the local companies now. And, uh, I think they sold over $40,000 worth of bonds. No shit. Yeah. So it was, it was amazing. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I bought a few myself just uh, um, to do it, and as well, I mean, that's a great benefit. You know, so they came fun. up with that? I believe so. I think Steve Schreiber um, and them kind of partnered as well together on that old okay. deal, yeah. um, and uh, just kind of put that idea together. And It's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, I mean, right, especially right now during this time where it's slow and people uh, are you know, not sure if they want to go out or not. Uh, a lot of people are still scared to go eat at a restaurant. Yeah, so that, that uh, is true. Yeah. So, and uh, some people don't like to pick up stuff. So this is a way for them to still support the local businesses. And then maybe in March, once the vaccines and stuff get through and all that good yeah. stuff, and they feel confident about going out to eat, uh, then they can use that bond. They're getting an extra $25 out of the deal. That's awesome. So, yeah, it is. I mean, what a great idea. I mean, you stepped up and said, hey, our local businesses definitely need our help right now. I mean, they need our help more than ever. And it's not just restaurants. It's it's you know, uh, local businesses that sell clothing, uh, hair salons, everything, you know, that got shut down um, in March and then kind of reopened again in the summer and then got shut down again in the, in the fall. Yeah. I mean, and my wife, uh, she worked at uh, Elevate Salon that was shut down and she also worked at Emails Hideaway. Both those places Jeez. shut down. So I we lost a lot of income there. Um, I lost income traveling too, you know, I got yeah. paid mileage and stuff. So I was at home and they cut that all off. And, uh, so we, you know, I, I felt the hurt, but then I also felt the need to, uh, help these other places out during this time. So, uh, but you know, having a wife that worked in a restaurant business and it was shut down, I understood what people were going through. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, it's touchy. It's, it's sad actually, because there's a lot of people and families that, you know, they're paycheck to paycheck and they count on that yeah. money coming yes. in. You're not getting tips cause you're not working, you know? Right. So it's, it's hard. I mean, we had a stimulus package come through, and then I think they did some unemployment stuff, too, that helped eventually. But, yeah. uh, I mean, it's hard for a lot of people. It, it, it's hard for everybody. You know, everybody uh, that you mentioned in the music industry, in the bar industry, everything. It's just it's detrimental. I mean, shit, I haven't DJed in a couple months now. Yeah, <laughs> you right, know? Right. It's been horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Going through withdrawal. Exactly. My kids are like, stop DJing in the basement. Nobody's <laughs> listening. Yeah. I'm like, somebody's listening. You guys are. <laughs> They don't appreciate me. You gotta, you gotta stay fresh, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Played that mix last week, Dad. <laughs> so what? <laughs> you know, um, it's so cool that in these in these trying times, you know. So the city of Cedar Rapids, I think, is pretty unique to what we've endured over this pandemic. You know, everybody has suffered. You know, throughout the entire country, everybody has gone through this this time of, you know, loss of income and, and work and everything else. And then, you know, God's like, you know, fuck it. We're going to throw a derecho <laughs> right in the middle of the Midwest. Um, you know, they're, they're used to tornadoes, right? So let's, let's really fuck them. Up. 
I mean, that's exactly what happened. Like, we had, like, what, two hours worth of warning? If that. And if anybody doesn't know what a derecho is, if you're listening, you're probably local. You know exactly what it is. But it's an inland hurricane. And we had winds from 104 to 115, 120 miles an hour for 45 fucking minutes. Like, it was 30 minutes in. I was like, shouldn't this be done? <laughs> like, yeah. This didn't feel right, you know? And uh, I, I was working at the store at the time, so we're a storm shelter. So we had to keep our doors open and let people in and so forth and, and put them in the back room and our coolers and everything else. And it was devastating on top of everything else that happened in this town. Crazy. It was, it was nuts. I mean, it was, it, the problem was it was so widespread through town. It wasn't just an area like the floods, you know, where, right. where it hurt so many people. This, this, this devastated the entire town. And I never seen, I mean, I, I sell steel buildings for a living. I never seen steel buildings get torn up like they did. In like this, just tin cans. Just unreal. Yeah. Unreal. I mean, I've seen that red, red iron, big, strong red iron, 14 gauge panels just getting bent in half. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing I've ever seen. I don't think any, most people in Cedar Rapids have never seen this in their lifetime. And, and I think two hours of warning really wasn't true. I think more than 30 minutes because we didn't see what hit us until I've seen it coming about, yeah. about 45 minutes before. But until you phone. heard like with Marshalltown and all them getting hit so hard and hearing the reports of it, you're like, oh, shit, maybe we yeah. should prepare, you know. Yeah. I, st- I, was st- I was getting ready to drive to a friend's house and – I was like, ah, maybe I should sit back and wait a little bit here. And uh, I'm glad I did because there wouldn't have been a road to drive back on. Every tree was yeah. covering the roads and everything else. So it was nuts. And uh, I watched a shopping cart that is complete mesh, right? Tumble down an entire freaking uh, parking lot. Like, what? Wh- what is the wind catching? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it it was, was unreal. nuts. Unreal. Uh, and I think know, I think they had a I think I saw by Robbins there where I live is 132 miles per hour at one spot. There. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Out at Midway, I guess it was it was the highest, right? Is, yeah, is what it reported. And um, it, it, and the thing is, is we got zero zero coverage of it because first of all, everything was down in town, all internet lines, all all power lines, our water still worked. Um, so nobody knew what happened. Like I called my dad in Postville, a hundred miles north, and I'm like, Man, we just got fucked up here and he's like, Oh yeah, you'll be all right. You got a couple limbs down. I'm like, No, man. My my backyard looks like a jungle. <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was absolutely crazy. I had a phone call for work. I had to be on a conference call. Our daily Monday, that was Monday, right? Yeah, it was a Monday. Okay. Yeah. Daily Monday conference call, and I had to drive. I drove up north to, I think it was close to Independence to get service. Like okay. My service wouldn't yeah. work, you know. Yeah. Just to let them know what was going on, because it, there was no coverage of it going on, yeah. like you yeah. said, you know, and it was it, it was a disaster. Yeah. I mean, it was way worse than the flood. I mean, at least people could see that. Like, there was helicopters flying around showing it. But uh, nobody knew this happened, and still nobody does to this day, except for everybody that had affected. Right, know? right. I mean, it's nuts. Like, there's still a ton of trees laying on the side of the road, and it's January. It's crazy. I yeah. mean, the park areas, I think Beaver Park's still closed. I mean, yeah. I, I drove through that area. You could barely fit a car through there. Yeah. You know, it was just so nuts. So, it was, it's, it was crazy. Yeah, it wrecked this town. On top of all the restaurants and bars being shut down, then that happened. So, we, you know, there was restaurants and bars that could be open that couldn't be open because there was no power, mm-hmm. you know, or internet service or anything, you know, and it's and it's it's like one thing after another. And I don't mean to sound like, Oh, poor, poor Cedar Rapids, Iowa, but you know, I, I feel that we have a really strong community and people like you and Willie Farley and, and people that just said, you know what, I'm not going to let this put us down. Let's get out there and, and support as much as we possibly can. And that's awesome, man. 
I tell you what, that Rachel did bring out a lot of awesome things. Uh, you know, bridge under bridge. Yes, uh, yes. They, they, the only reason why they went out there and started cooking under the bridge was just to get rid of their food because everyone's, you know, food. And all yeah. the places, food was going bad because there's yeah. no electricity. And that started into a beautiful, you know, yeah. campaign where they're feeding people daily now. So, um, I mean, if there's, he told me if there's a will, there's a way. So, you know, the people say. There's, if you have a will to want something and want to help out, you know, there's a way to do it. So you just got to find the will. So. You figured it out, man. Yeah. I mean, you've only been doing this uh, not even a year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you got people following you all over. You got shirts all over. Everybody wants to be like Joe. <laughs> they want to eat like Joe. <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's it's fun. I, I've, had, I've enjoyed with, uh, doing it, and, uh, I mean, I've had over 100 60 restaurants i think i, I didn't know i didn't know cedar rapids had that many I, holy I, I, cow yeah, yeah it, it's been amazing and and some of those i've hit multiple times but uh it's just uh it's i cannot and there's still some i haven't gone to yet that i've you know people send messages to me hey can you hit this place up you know they could use some love yeah. or whatever and uh so there's still more on my list that i need to go to but you know there's only so many days a week and you have so much money and you try to try to get it done and and do it do it diligently so you're like the the fairy food father just come in you touch it and it turns to gold (laughs) the fairy food father that's the name of this episode it's (laughs) see i told you it's uh it's good when that does happen and it it does it has happened for a lot i I can't say everyone i've touched has done that but uh there's been several that has and and benefited very well from it well it, it makes people aware and I think that's the, the, the biggest thing. It's like, I didn't know that there was 160 plus local places here in Cedar Rapids, you know, and, and shame on me for not knowing that, you know, I, don't, I, I didn't know it. I don't think anyone knows. Yeah. That. You know, it's, that's a crazy amount of places we have. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you hear people all the time saying, we need more local places, uh, you know, all these chain restaurants, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, they're there. You just got to go find them. And it's probably because you, you can't find them because they don't have the budgets to advertise like these big chains and everything exactly. else. You know, I mean, for for a long time there, I was this huge person that went to Granite City all the time. Oh, this is this is great. It's a brewery. And then I I, I, I figured out it's not. And it. And it's okay. And, you know, sure, I'll go there here and there. But I would rather go to a local place now from you know, from here on out, I, I always try to. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and here, I was in the same boat. I mean, you live in a certain area. There's probably five to eight restaurants that you typically would yeah. spend your time in, and you don't explore out of that. Very yeah. often. You know, it's just, and I think everyone's in that same boat, you know. And I kind of made it a mission um, to go out there and try to exploit as many restaurants as I could and try to help them out. And uh, it's just phenomenal how many restaurants. I just, I'm just in shock. You know, and, and I go to this place. I'm like, God, I wish I'd known this place six, yeah. seven years ago. Their Brussels sprouts are amazing, you know, or whatever, you know. Uh, and uh, that's Midtown Station. But uh, see, you can, <laughs> hey, you can name drop all okay. you want. They're not, they're not going to be offended. Uh, Don't worry. I mean, they I, are there. I, I could, I, I could spend this whole episode on going through the different restaurants and what perfect. Eaten we can do and, it. And what? what I like the best, and you know, my top two places. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff I can talk about uh, in regards to the different food places I've been to because I've been to so many. I want to hear it all because I'm going to make note of this and go back and listen to it. And yeah. Be like, hey, we're going to be like Joe tonight. That's what I'm gonna tell my kids. What are we gonna eat? We're gonna be like Joe. There you go. And, and the thing is, everyone has a different taste. So you know what might taste good to me, and I, what I enjoy, it, you know, someone might not be someone's favorite. So, um, 
but at least it opens up the door and there's a lot of other menu items on there, you know, that you can pick from. So it's, there's just so many local restaurants. I just, I was astounded by all the local restaurants in town. And and, and besides restaurants, there's clothing places and craft places, magic shop in Marion uh, that I went to. I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of different places that people don't even know about. And that's one response I see. You know, I never heard of this place. When I I make a post, I'll see comments on there. I never heard of this place. Oh, we got to try this out and they'll tag their husband or their best friend or whatever in the post. And that's, uh, that's kind of what, you know, what, what it's, what's, what's good with it. So it's free advertising for them. I love it. I'm, I'm literally looking at a sheet right now that has 165, mostly local. I, I seen a Jimmy John's on there. I, yeah, I, I, I got kinda, a question. You about I kind of put, so on this, <laughs> I just kind of put the places I stopped at. There might be a Texas roadhouse. Yeah, on there too, but yeah, yeah. Majority of them are local. Um, and, and if not, they're owned by local people. So like, uh, sure. You know, Godfather's like pizza is a franchise yeah. and, and those people are local. Their kids go to school here. So, you yeah. know, no, I so, you. you know, the, I, I know I've had people come to me, that place ain't local. I say, I'm, you know what? I'm it, just giving you a hard nope, time. Nope. Man. Nope. I'm good with that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, those places too are owned by people that live there. There are people that are employed that live in our community. So I, but I, I focus more on the local locals. I love it. I love it. Foxhole Charlie Bar and Grill. So that's uh that's that place just reopened. It's uh and it's for the veterans. Okay, so there's profits that go to the veterans when you eat there, and actually veterans get twenty five percent off when they eat there if you're a veteran. You hear that? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's pretty cool deal. Where's and, that at? Um. So it's uh right uh I would say sort of by Co College um not too far from Homeport. Okay. Right in that area there, there might be an appliance shop like Denton Repair right across yes, the street yeah. in that area there. Yeah. Does um, that used to be an old like? A hamburg shop or something like that? Something like that. Like that. I mean, yeah, you know, I think I seen something on Facebook about that just know, the other day. So the, it's a museum now. You can actually go in there and look at different uh, veteran, you know, war things and stuff like that. No it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and and a certain percentage goes to the vets, and then they, the vets get a twenty five percent discount while eating too. So that's I, fucking amazing. I just stopped there for the first time because they just reopened, and uh, I got their wings. They have these uh, called dirty, extra dirty wings. And uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they're uh, so they're they're fried twice. I guess it brings in the keeps in the flavor a little more. So it sounded interesting. So I like dirty. I'm gonna have to try. <laughs> I do too. I'm not afraid to say it. Oh man, um, House Divided. Um, that is a brewery out in Solon. Yep. Yes. Yes, it is. I just learned about this, and I'm a beer guy. I'm a wine and spirits manager. And somebody came into the store and they're like, "House Divided." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we got that uh, from Back Pocket." And they're like, "No, no, no, no." Not the beer house divided, the brewery. And I was like, what? How, like, how do I not know about this? Yeah, that's pretty cool out there. Um, so they're, you know, Iowa State and Iowa, Iowa fans. So that's kind yeah. of the mission there. And that was one of my earlier stops um, out there. And actually, that was a gift. So a buddy of mine, Greg Joseph, um, told me to, that he, he's going to buy me a six-pack or whatever beer out there. I think, I think it ended up being a 12-pack. Um, but uh He's like, go out there and promote it, you know, whatever. He likes their beer. So I was like, yeah, no problem. And then usually if someone does something like that, I'll usually buy more or something else. Sure, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, that was a pretty cool place. So I think they're considered a microbrewery because they don't, uh, they only do like crowlers and growlers and stuff like yep, that. Yep, right? Yep, yep. Yep. So they don't can anything that doesn't go to retail. You can only buy it from there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I just I, I wanted to know about that because I have not made my way out there yet. Um, you talked about Bullies North, yeah. That's a pretty cool place. Um, 
they have a nice big pool table out back. They have a little outdoor seating area, so it's real nice. Is a pool summer. table out back? No, in the back room there. Oh, big, okay. Big pool table area if you like pool, um, darts, and uh, but nice outdoor seating as well. And I know during the pandemic, a yeah. lot of people want to sit outdoors. Of so, so you know, they had a great prime rib sandwich out there too. Um, prime rib sandwich. Yeah, they have mushrooms on there, just cheese. Oh, so good. God, I'm gonna be so hungry at the end of this episode. So, so it was a, <laughs> it's an hour bike ride out there uh, from my house, um, and an hour back. So we figured we could eat that delicious, yeah, you know, and have maybe even have a beer or two while we're out there, and then take an hour back. I would so. have thrown up on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of breath. Just my wife always on. beat me back. It's fine. I'll catch up. I'm exactly not catching up. <laughs> I'm walking my bike. That's exactly how I felt. My uh, wife was always way ahead of me. I'm like, what's going on? Dry Creek Brew. Dry Creek Brew. Yeah. Number 38. That is... Oh, God, it's been, I mean, I've, that, is that like a been, coffee house? No. <sighs> Man, I'm, I'm I'm kind of stumped right now. It's all right. Mind. Yeah, we'll look it up here. It um, might jog your memory, you know. Yeah, um, that could be a coffee place. It sounds like it. It, I mean, it doesn't sound like a, a beer place. I'm just picking up stuff here that I'm like, oh man, I've never uh, heard of that place. You before. know, almost famous popcorn. Uh, oh yeah, they, they, uh, that place is pretty cool. But I went there with uh, so Bloomsbury Farms had a, um, a little Easter Bunny thing. Since everything was like on the internet, we couldn't really do uh, you know big gatherings and stuff like that. So they they had me meet them out there, and they had the Easter Bunny out there, and they kind of did a virtual Easter Bunny hunt type of thing. Yeah. Out at Almost oh, Famous? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me, Drybreak Crew? This place is... Uh, it is a brew house, huh? This is phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. thanks, thanks for pulling that up. Yeah. Uh, so this is right by my house in Robbins, um, and a lot of people bike there. <laughs> he it, didn't forget. He's just really... Hey, yeah, there's, there's, there's 160 of them out there. <laughs> yeah, so. He's just really saturated. That place is a great place. Um, so to be fair, I didn't say, "Hey, I was going to quiz you on this." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's in Robbins, and it, and a lot of people stop there. It's on the bike route. Um, so a lot of people stop there when they're bike riding. It's kind of a more of a biker place almost. Like, and that's bicycles, not motorcycles. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but they do welcome motorcycles. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's a house. It looks like a house, and it has. Um, you go in and you place your order, and there's tons of seating outside. It's another one, and it's a brewery, uh, or more, they just, it's more just a restaurant, like a small restaurant type of with, with thing. beers, beers and on drink, tap, and yeah, stuff. wine. Oh. You can order, you know, they have mimosas, Bloody Marys. Oh, have to try that. Yeah, it is pretty cool. See, I like riding bike. I used to ride a lot. Uh, you can't tell, um, but I used to ride a lot back in the day, um, and I want to get into it now. Now that my kids are are 16 and almost 14 like they can they can take a 20 mile bike ride with yeah you. yeah you know i mean if you can't like what are you doing and dance five days a week then you know exactly. <laughs> come on you know let's do this you know? oh dance is a naughty word with me oh, i got a yeah. daughter that has dancing oh oh yeah my daughter's been doing it since three yeah so it's for not, 11 years it's not cheap is it <laughs> um it's not the most uh inexpensive sport <laughs> Uh, is she competition yet? Yeah, she's yeah. at Dancer's Edge, and she's uh, uh, she does. I think she does five days a week. I think yeah. Tuesdays are early night off. Maybe Tuesdays and Saturdays. Does she do solos and so all she that does stuff? all that yeah, stuff. My daughter does too, and and it's not the dance. That's a, it's expensive. It's the fucking costumes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! We like, spent two hundred fifty dollars on a solo costume the other day. I think we like, have. I think we have fifteen. I think we counted fifteen costumes last year. Oh yeah, you wear them for that season, and then that's it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. How old is she? She's uh, 16. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, she's done growing pretty much. Yep. Yeah. And you can use that costume again. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they won't let you. <laughs> they don't. They don't. I know. My daughter turns 14 in April. And, uh, 
hey, you know, I'd love it. It's her sport. It's her thing. Exactly. You know, for, for a while there, I didn't get it. And I was like, man, I'm paying a lot of money for what? And I'm like, but it's her sport. It's her thing. And that's what I had to get through my head. And um, that's what I feel bad about, you know, as a father that I didn't support it as soon as she started because I, I didn't understand it. So mm-hmm. that, that was my own ignorance. And I do now, and I love it. But uh, I used to bitch about my son playing soccer at uh, CRSA, and uh, it was like only 1200 bucks a year. I'm yeah. Jeez. Like, it's only 100 bucks a month. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> But uh, no, I do it as well. Um, you know, I make it work. You know, you can always cut back and whatever. But you know, I know how much she loves it, and yeah. you want to make sure they only have so much time with you. I mean, she's yeah. a, she's a sophomore in high school. I got about two years left with yeah. her, and then she's gone. So, you know, you do whatever you can to make that work yep. during this time. So, yeah, my my son's a sophomore too, and and he does all school sports. But uh, thank God, otherwise I couldn't afford this equipment uh, to make this podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. you know, if you did like uh, traveling sports and that, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like uh, you, you guys are figuring out a way during this pandemic to not only support the community and do really cool stuff and benefit the community, but to make sure that you're taking care of your family as well. And that's awesome, man. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, and that I think that's been the hardest thing that everybody's had to adjust. Um, you know, with uh, income levels changing and jobs changing and people being home all the time and everything else is making a family still work, you know. Uh, you know, and, and that's, that's right. You know, and there's things like right now, the finance rate was great. So we refinanced our home here recently and, you know, consolidated. You got to do what you got to do to make things work in, in tough times. And, and and everyone's going through that right now. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Not ever. I'm a single dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and I don't mind it. It's awesome. Um, okay, so I just seen you were at Cedar River Landing recently. I did. I went there for uh, – I went to Blue 42 to get tacos yesterday, and they were not open till 3. So ah, bummer. I took a picture outside, everything thing there open, and nope. So I, I put that camera on, and I went over to Cedar River Landing, and they had uh, they had tacos there, the ground beef or chicken, and the chicken were like uh, actually grilled like cut chicken, yeah. not, not the shredded, shredded chicken. chicken. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. You know, this, See, I, I don't like shredded chicken. I hate, shred, I hate shredded chicken. That's why I asked yeah. her. I said, is it shredded or is it fajita chicken? And she goes, yeah. oh, it's a fajita chicken. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. And it was money, huh? Oh, it was good. It was real good. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. And I kind of watched my diet. They gave me a side of salsa and sour cream, but I kind of put that to the backside. So I just yeah? ate the tacos and pills. But the there, salsa there we probably go. is fine. Yeah, probably would be. Yeah, yeah. Probably <laughs> was fine. A little hot sauce and there you go. I know. I love it, man. Um. But almost famous popcorn. I'll tell you, we yes, gave those. Yes, yeah. uh, they had a bunch of little bags they did up for me for Halloween. So it was kind of cool to give those out and support That's local. What you, yeah. It, Instead of going to Walmart and buying a big bag of candy, yeah. we had a ton of uh, almost famous popcorn who's owned by a local place here in town. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, so we had those on. Those I think kids liked them, but we did have some candy as well. And it's funny how watching the kids, you know, seeing which ones they're going to choose. <laughs> the older kids would want the popcorn. The younger kids are like, oh, give me the candy bar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we sell Almost Famous at uh, Hy-Vee, and it does really well. Mm. Really yeah, I do does. see that over there all the time. Yeah, it does well, and it's really freaking good, too. It is. Oh, God, the different flavors and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's a danger zone for me, but it's good. Um what about this cheesecake lady? I keep looking at her uh, at that name. Okay, that's great. Uh, that's like a really good story. Um, so she's just kind of working out of her home doing these things and um, started making them. Um, I think she was from a New York originally and um, started making them and stuff. And I think eventually someone donated her a oven um, to help her 
you know, increase. So they're like baked stuff. New York style cheesecake. Yeah, they're oh, really, my favorite. Yeah, yes. they're really good. And oh, I love God. those. And she posts so many different flavors on there. And it's just like <sighs> if there isn't a flavor you can't think of, that she she makes it. So it's pretty amazing. Can I keep this list? Yeah, you bet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna hit these places yeah. up because me and the kids are always looking for something like that. And I'm like, oh. she's also done a, uh, the day I was over there donating. Uh, the money to the bridge under the water on Christmas morning. Um, she was actually there right before me and uh, she was donating the proceeds of her, of her cake to the bridge underwater group. I so, think I did see that actually. Or bridge under bridge, not bridge yeah. underwater. But uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Do you want to get into that bridge under bridge real quick? Yeah, I can. Um, uh, it's, it's a family, uh, the Robinsons. Um, they uh, basically during the derecho, they uh, had a bunch of food that they needed to cook and they live right by the bridge. Uh, which bridge? Eighth uh, Avenue Bridge. Okay. Um, so they live right underneath the, uh, right next to the bridge, a couple houses down. And uh, that day, they decided to get the grill out and start cooking some food before it went bad. And they were feeding that neighborhood area and stuff. So they people went under the bridge. Under the bridge, put the thing there so people could just come under the bridge. And there's plenty of parking in there and stuff. People could walk in and get the food. Is that by the uh, Czech Museum? No, it's uh, right under the interstate. So Eighth Avenue, a little church there. Um, I'm trying to figure out where that. I'm going to figure it out where okay. it is. But keep going with the story because yeah, um, it's, it's not as far as the Czech Village, but uh, just shy of that. Like you know where that ramp is to get up um, on the interstate. Anyway, so they uh, they started doing that, and then they. Oh yes, yes, yes. I know exactly. Can I see it? Okay. Yep. Yep. So they started doing that, and then people started helping out, donating because they saw people in need of food. And, yeah. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so now they do do it every day, pretty much, um, and then. Once a week, they do food boxes for people where people will come in and do food boxes. So one day I went, I kind of wanted to meet these people. You know, I knew they were doing yeah. the right things. So I went down there one day on the food box, messaged her, and she said, uh, we could really use help on the food box days. Those are really our busy days. So I went down there and, and strapped up and uh, helped them give out food boxes that day. Nice. And gosh, it was really heartwarming to see the people going through there. You know, I mean, you could tell the people needed it. Um, they don't ask questions. It's like you pull up, you you need food. We're, we got it here for you. And when the food runs out, it runs out. But they put together, you know, different boxes, and we load them up in the cars, and and then they could get a hot meal as well. Though, you know, during that time as well. So, um, pretty neat. And uh, I don't know if you've seen recently on um, Good Morning America, they were on TV. Yeah. Okay. So they someone uh, I believe. Someone donated a nice food truck for them, so during the winter time they can keep serving. They can fields. keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. So that was really, really good. Did you raise four thousand dollars for them? So I did. So I had a goal. So what I wanted to do, I knew what these guys were doing, and uh, for the community, and they were giving, 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 and I just wanted to really make uh, this year um, a special Christmas for them, and uh, wanted to be able to give them something that they use on themselves, actually, versus giving to the community, just just as a reward for doing such great things over so long of a time. So I, I basically put on Facebook I wanted to raise eighteen hundred bucks. So they have seven kids and and then themselves too. So nine, so nine right? Wow. So two hundred bucks a person to get a yeah. two hundred dollar gift, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, by the time I was going to give it up, um, I think I was at. 3260 and then some more came in and I was going to give some money myself. I think I was at 3680 before the thing and then a few more came in. So that Christmas morning KCRG was there and yeah. uh, I came in a little Santa hat and uh gave them uh, $4,000. $4,000. Yes. For for them just being good people. Yes. 
and I did have a couple other uh, monetary things come in after the fact that I, I gave them later. But uh, wow! So we gave them four thousand dollars, and they were just astonished. Um, they were blessed, I believe, and uh, the kids were. It was the excitement on the kids' faces was just great. yeah, yeah. They're like, we're getting iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Four Seasons Golf, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but they gave me a $500. They have a room that's $500 yeah. for all day in yeah. golf. And uh, so they, they're going to let that family go there a day. They can play putt-putt. There's all these different yep. games on there you can play. The simulators, um, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's really awesome. So I took my little brother there from Big Brother's Big Sister program just to try it out before I did this. And uh, it was just cool. We did putt-putt, you know, yeah. miniature golf or whatever. but. I mean, it's just cool to be able to do that inside, you know, during the winter and stuff like that. So um, they did that. And then Vivian Soul Food, when they do that that day, they're going to cater them. The whole food. family, yeah, because food. it's BYOB and BYOB, uh, yep. bring your own food there. Yep, yeah. yep. So yeah. Vivian's offered offered. Ah, up to, what a great place yeah. to get it from. I know. I right? love Vivian's. Yep. Oh my gosh. So it's gonna. It should be when they decide to do it. It'll be a great day for them, and uh, that's kind of what I wanted to do. Is I want them to, and then that day they're they're gonna be there playing or whatever. I'm gonna take care of the food and feeding people that day. So that's awesome. Well, if you need some help, man, let me know. I sure will. I, 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 I will definitely okay. help you out. All right, man. absolutely. You're man. in. <laughs> I would be honored, man. You All know? right, so good deal. I want to be like Joe. You know, <laughs> um, dude, that is so cool, man. So you have seen a family doing good. You're already doing good in the community, and 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 helping out the community, and then you help them even more. Like, where's your halo and wings, dude? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm not trying to put you on a pedestal, no, but jeez, no. man. I'm look. sure. I'm sure there's a devilish side to me too. So I haven't uh, seen it yet. I haven't uh, seen it yet. <laughs> you know? But uh, no, it's it. it, it I mean, especially during the Christmas time of year, it was it was kind of neat to see, and and, and it wasn't just me. I put it together, but I mean, all the people that donated. I correct, think yeah. I had over a hundred people donate for over that for that amount. People. Yep. So I mean, that's people at Cedar Rapids. Just yeah. amazing, their hearts coming into it. Sure. I mean, I had I had donations as small as five dollars. I think the largest one was two hundred dollars, maybe. Wow. But I had a lot of five, fifteen, twenty dollars. That's things, what it which, takes. That, that, you know, that's exactly right. You know, and and that's all they could they, they'd say. You know, that's all I can give. I tell them a thank you thank back. You. you know what? Yeah. Five dollars is better than anything. You know, that's yeah. that's you giving what you can. And that's awesome for a cause, which I thought was pretty cool for that family. So that's so neat. And are they still giving out uh, meals? Under all, there? Yep. They're doing it. Since they got that truck now and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they got to, got it all fueled up with uh, propane stuff, and uh, they they've been running it out of that truck now. So good for them. Yeah, good for you, cheapers. Man. Stop down there sometime and say I, say uh, you know. I'm Joe just told me to stop down. I'm just going to come down and say yeah, hello. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'll, I'll leave that for people. He, he, who yeah, but he'll make you have one. Yeah, he, he, he likes will. he <laughs> like, he maybe have one. I was like, no, you can't leave without having one of my chicken fillies. So I, I was, Damn, it was good. All right, now you have me a chicken filly. Yeah. Uh, Four Seasons Golf, you just touched on that. Um, I was planning on going out there the Sunday after Christmas. Um, I just recently got into golf, okay, uh, like in May. So you're probably better than me already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. So my son took up um, – he, he's been playing off and on, and he joined the golf team last spring. Well, he didn't actually get to play and compete because of COVID, right? Nah. So I was like, you know what? Um, you know, at that point in time, I was 38 years old. I need to learn golf. I played three times in my entire life. And uh, it usually was like after the fourth hole – it was just I'd just throw the ball, <laughs> you know. I mean, I can relate to that. I just I just didn't care to get it, and I just didn't do it. And uh, I would go out there and drink beer and drive the golf cart around. And so my son, 
who is 15 at the time was just smoking me right i mean and and he's he's good he's strong he uh he works out a lot he's very focused straight a student and i was like well this is embarrassing i i need to learn this game so from may um i played my first game with him and then in november i, I played my 18th game this year and uh, i got with a bunch of buddies that were decent at golf and I'm I'm not good by any level, but I can hold my own on the court now. Uh, of the course, yeah, course, yeah. the court. Yeah, right, right. right. What am I saying? Um, and so, my dad's big into it, and he's been waiting his whole life to play golf, and he's so freaking excited. And so I was like, all right, for um, you know, um, uh, Christmas when he comes down, I, I said we'll get the family together, your sister and and you know my aunt and uncle and cousins and that will go to Four Seasons, and I talked to. Is it Jason out there? There's a Justin. Justin. Yep. Yeah. Talk to Justin and he's like, cool, but we can only have 10 in the simulator at a time. And we had 13 people. So we, we couldn't do it. Um, but we are looking forward to getting out there in the next couple of weeks here. Yeah. Sweet. ASAP. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I heard it's awesome. It is. It's really cool. So I, I've been going with a bunch of my vendors on Wednesdays when I get off work early, um, out to the course all summer long, all fall long. And we're talking about, you know, like, Hey, let's go to some simulators. Why not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just, just have some fun. 50 bucks an hour. Like, yeah. And you got four of us in there, you know, we can go for three hours and that. That's exactly. Know. I mean, I can get the thing the whole day for five hundred. So if you have a group go in, it's that's dirt cheap, and you can just stand yeah. out there and watch football games on the TV, yeah, on the TV, have some drink, yeah, play you know longest shot yeah, or closest anything. to the hole, yeah. I mean, know. they have a game that's like a dartboard, and you hit try to hit the dartboard with your golf ball. To, yeah, to, you know, I mean, it's just so many different things on that. So it's, it's like Top Golf, but uh, not the big arena, right? Yeah, exactly. Know? Something you can do in the winter, which I mean, we have a lot of winter in Iowa, right? Well, we have been. Yeah, <laughs> We both took a drink at the same time. That was awesome. What about Coffee Emporium? I'm not a big coffee person, but I know coffee is huge. Yeah, Coffee Emporium. Um, gosh, a lot of these coffee shops, it's hard to remember. Um, <laughs> they sell coffee. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I'm a big coffee drinker, but I drink a lot of... Um, my own stuff at home, just, the, just folders. You do I, like, I'm a cheap guy. I'm not. A, I'm not. Okay. A, I'm I didn't not know if you a, did like home brew or anything. No, you know, I, I, I've gotten some from them guys uh, at some of these coffee places. I haven't grinded them myself for me because I don't have a grinder. Um, so I'll do that just to help support. But that coffee emporium that was part of my um, Big Brothers Big Sisters deal where they had. Uh, they usually have this big, you know, fundraiser type of thing that was yeah. going on in the spring. So they went out and they gave out all these free gift cards for free coffees and stuff like that, and um, to get people out there to support. Where's know. it at? Um, I can look it up here. That's yeah, fine. you might have to. Yeah. Um, I I just like to give people references. No. Yeah. Here I am catching you off guard again. Yeah, right? you know? that's gonna happen. I got, like I said, I got over 160 some on here. So it's, most, uh, most of them I can tell you. The coffee places I'm not the best with. It's at 223rd Avenue Southeast. Okay. Coffee Roastery. Is that right? Coffee Emporium. Yeah. I think oh, so. Shoot. Oh, shoot. anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of those coffee shops it was part of a Big Brothers Big Sisters program, and uh, they're just wanting me to go out there and promote. Uh, so I wore my Big Brothers Big Sisters shirt and hat. Kind of took a picture by there, let them know what was going on, type of thing. So yeah, your pictures go a long way. So you're involved in the Big Sister, uh, Big Brother, Big Sister program. Yep. Um, and tell you when they reached out to me, 
I wasn't before then. Uh, they reached out to me to try to help promote this thing just because I had a lot of followers on this Facebook site. And uh, and I watched a video um, that they had posted of this, you know, ugh, makes you tear up a little bit watching it. It made me tear up. And then, uh, and, uh, and I talked to my wife about it. And I was like, oh, you know, I, I got to do this, you know. Yeah. And they are in such a need of kids right now that are um, – for my, the, the the girls are getting taken care of, but the, there's a lot of boys out there that just can't. You know, they need more men out there yeah. to uh, take the uh, boys that are available. Uh, I think they have over a hundred open right now. Oh wow! So, so uh, I watched that video. It te teared me up. Um, I don't cry much, but unless I'm cutting onions or something. But uh, I, I did tear up on that, and it was touching. And I figured that you know, I, I have two kids at home right now, I, I, so I can spend four hours or eight hours a month with another kid so uh, i decided to take the step and uh, it's been very rewarding we've had a fun um the kid's been uh it's, it's been great he's on his third um big brother big sister um so i'm his third one um so we've had a great time we do a lot of uh we go to Pizza Ranch actually a lot because they have that game room there. Yeah, yeah. And we, you know, I haven't played games since I was in right. you know, Chapman's Fun World or things like that. So it actually brought the kid and me a little bit. So it's kind of been rewarding for me as well. I mean, we, we'll play games together. We'll play shooting these dinosaur games and stuff. We're both sitting in the little thing. Yeah. So it's been really cool to do this. And um, um, I think he's been, uh, he calls me once a week at least, you know, and it's it, the relationship's been building. It, it's just cool to see it happen. Um and uh, I think if anyone is out there that listens to this and never thinks about that, you know, I definitely suggest looking into it because there's a lot of kids out there that could use a, an extra adult figure to, to help help them. And uh, a lot of these families that are, uh, you know, they're, the kids are struggling or, you know, they have, I think that family has seven kids in their family. So, you wow. know, it's hard to keep, you know, it's hard to, you know, you get left out a little bit when you're the older one and there's five or seven is younger than you. So, right. No, I get that. I get that. So in, in order to get into big brother, big sister is it just you go to the website google so, so, yeah you go to the website and then uh you know you got to fill out some forms they do a background check obviously uh when you're dealing with kids um it took me probably a little over a month to get accepted yeah and then uh, and then they match you up and then you get matched up with a kid and then you meet with the kid and the parents to see if the match is going to work and if you both accept you sign and and then you go from there yeah my uncle or not my uncle my cousin did it um, I, I call my uncle cause he's like 63 years old or whatnot, but, uh, he, he did that for many years and, uh, it was pretty rewarding. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and it, I, you know, I, with my, mine, I, I think he had a little issues with wanting to steal stuff every once in a while from the candy store and stuff like that. And, uh, okay. um, so I took him out to the Marion police department. I had a couple friends that work out there and, uh, we had a meeting out there with him and just kind of went over the situation and how to fix things and uh it was really good and i think he got a lot out of it and at the end after the meeting we uh went to uh look at the whole police station yeah he wouldn't go in the jail cell but he, <laughs> he, he put he put me in there he's, he's like can we kid. lock the door <laughs> and uh and then we looked at the, at the police cars and stuff like that and um and I think that was his biggest thing with the police car. He got to sit yeah, in there, yeah. look at all the lights it's and all that neat. stuff. It is neat. It's especially neat when you're not in the back seat. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to plead the fifth on They that have one. a whole heated driveway, so they never have to plow out there. I know. It's amazing. So when my son was in Boy Scouts, we toured out there. And then when we're in the detain room, he couldn't touch the walls, otherwise the alarm would go off. 
right? Because there's sensors right, on the wall yep, if yep. there was a struggle or whatever. And one of the kids touched the walls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had their own wash bay in there, so they wash their cars, keep them clean. Yeah, stuff. it's a pretty yeah. neat facility out there. Yeah, yeah, City Marion's doing pretty well for yeah. themselves. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. yeah, it was Officer Phil Fort, and then the Linmar, the Linmar school officer came out there. Oh, cool. To, uh, he helped talk to him because yeah. he deals with kids all the time. Yeah. So it was, it was a very rewarding thing for the kid too. I think he, I think it, I think it went a long way with him. So that's good. You know, I think it's important to, to show young people that police are not the enemy. They're there to help you, you know, but if you do fuck up, they're there to make sure that they hold you accountable. Exactly. And and they did a great job of explaining that to him that day I felt, and uh, it was very positive, you know, so, and that's, that's good. You know, we need kids kids to rely, know that they're not bad and they're there to help and, uh, and try to lead us the right way and do the right things. They don't want to see, they want to arrest any kid really. I mean, they they just don't, they want, they want to do the right thing and, and make people be smart about things. So, uh, I think that not just with kids, with anybody, you yeah. know, I think they give them every single chance not to go to jail. Right. You know, unless you're, you know, extremely drunk and driving or, you know, you, you're fighting or you hurt somebody or something like that, you know, but I've, I've seen it over and over and over again, especially, um, you know, the place I work, you know, shoplifters, you know, they, they give them every opportunity not Exactly. You know, hey, listen. Speaking, you work at Hy-Vee, right? I do. So yeah. I've seen police officers at Hy-Vee all the time right now. Well, you know, um, there was a string of robberies a couple months back um, in five of the Hy-Vee stores out of the 12 here in this market. That's crazy. Yeah. And, um, you know, to me, it doesn't make any sense because it's such a high risk for such a low reward. Mm-hmm. You know, who pays with cash really that much anymore? Our drawers don't have that much cash. Sure. You know, maybe during the holidays, yes. Um, but then we got vigilant on doing cash drops, um, pickups and everything every couple hours when you had that in the drawer. But I, I think it, it came down to, um, I, I don't know, I'm not trying to call Hy-Vee out here, but, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, complacency of this never happens to us. And, you know, the stores that did get hit, yeah, they get, they had a little bit. Gemma, stop! Sorry, my dog's trying to chew up freaking Nerf darts. And uh, <laughs> she does this right now because she's not getting any attention is the thing. But, um, you know, basically, you know, it's supposed to be, no, stop it. Um, you know, you're supposed to do that stuff anyways. And uh, so some of the stores got taken for a little bit of money, but really nothing like you're really going to come in and, and, and arm rob a store for Five or six hundred bucks, yeah, like pretty, that, pretty it, stupid. Yeah, but he did five of them. Yeah, you know. So I'm like, well, way to go! You got three grand. Yeah, and, for, for and he for got a lot caught. Of, yeah, yeah. And so Hyvie Corporate said, "Hey, listen, we're going to pay for an off-duty cop to come in and in their uniform and uh, just be there." You I'll know? tell you. So I brought that up because I was at uh, Hyvie there off uh, by Linda Mall there off Collins Road. Yep. Yesterday, and uh, what I loved seeing was the officer. So when I walked in, the officer was bagging up all the food for one one of the aisles right there by the main entrance. Oh, nice. And she was still doing it when I left. So it was kind of cool to see her do that. So it's not that she was there being a presence, but she was actually helping out and and bagging food for all the customers that were coming through. So I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't get that at my store. They just hung out in the wine and spirits department and kind of tried to talk to me the whole time. And I'm like, hey. I appreciate you being here, but I got stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think it makes a difference when they're sitting there. I mean, I think it people, does. It gives people a second thought of what they're doing and, uh, you know. You know, for several times, um, 
throughout the last five to ten years, there was always a, a um, an officer. Yeah, of course, that's yours, man. Um, an, an officer in the store from 6 p.m. till midnight or whatever, especially those stores that were open 24 hours. You know, and uh, that kind of went away. And I don't know if it was a budget thing or whatnot, or like I said, you know, just being complacent to where you're not worried about it. But, you know, we are an easy target. Hy-Vee is. You know, you go to any other mom and pop, you know, any other liquor store, all the liquor is locked up or behind the counter and everything. There's not too many liquor stores you can go to the, in this town that's not a Hy-Vee that you can just browse the aisles and grab what you need. Right. Now, now Hy-Vee is, woo, that was a good one. Um, you know, they, they don't want their customers to feel like it's a wrong thing to buy alcohol and we're saying that everybody steals. You know, so there's there's a double-edged sword there that you have to deal with. And theft is uh, a major part of it, you know. I was in the back room with Ivy's one time with a manager that I knew, and he, he kind of showed me the cameras. I was pretty impressed with the the angles and the views. The, the HD now, oh, oh yeah, gosh, they, yeah, you can you can, you can get see everybody, everything. Everybody, so, so yeah. Be careful out there. Everyone's watching from every distance. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's cameras where you don't even see them. I know it's unreal. Yeah. No, there's a whole Ivy safety and security team that's just employed by corporate Ivy. That that's all they do is watch cameras and. Uh, it's not just for you know the customers; it's for the employees. You know, there's a you know we got ninety thousand plus employees in the company. That's we're the largest employer in Iowa. You don't think that people are trying to rip off IV that work right. there, for sure. It's employee, employee owned too, right? It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not publicly traded. Um, it's it's a neat it's a neat store. Um, you have a lot of autonomy to do whatever you need to. Like you know, nobody tells me what I have to buy and where where I have to put it. Um, it's just basically I have to own my decisions, you know, and, uh, there's not a lot of companies out there like that. No, you that's know? pretty cool. No retail company out there besides Hy-Vee is like that. None. I, I don't know of any, you know, that's I mean, phenomenal. That's a, that's a good trust system, right? There. Yeah. You go into every Walmart, it looks the same, right? Every target yeah. looks the same. Every fairway looks the same. You know, um, every pig, piggly wiggly, every cops, every, uh, Kroger's, you know, I mean to have basically they're like. I, I run a store within a store. Like they don't they don't tell me when to be there and when not to be there and and you know what to buy and what to price and how to price it. none of that stuff. They're just like, hey, just make sure your numbers work and uh, then you know just do your job. Yeah. And you don't gotta worry about it. You know? I think last Christmas I was there in uh, in the liquor department there, I think it was at the store on uh, Blairsbury there. Um Blairsbury Drug Center Point, yeah. I used to run that one. Okay, so they had this sweet ass bottle of tequila that was like one hundred and twenty five dollars yeah. or something like that. And I have a friend Terry Strait used to uh, teach at Jefferson was my soccer coach and stuff, and uh, and he's my fishing buddy now. But uh, I always like to get him a good present around Christmas time. And yeah. He loves tequila, and it was like hundred. It was one hundred thirty bucks bottle, but yeah. it's just a cool, sweet ass bottle. And so I bought that. I mean, that's that's stuff you don't see everywhere, yeah. you know. And, it, and that manager told me, you know, I bring this in, or you know, because you know I have certain things I bring in because I think they're cool or whatever, yep. you know. So that's 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 awesome. Yeah, you know, and and that's the best part is the autonomy is. You know, uh, if I want to bring in, you know, 90 cases of, or 90 pallets of bush light and build a mountain out of it, I do it. You know, I, I and that's but every every store is different. You know, I've worked in four stores in this market and not a single one is exactly the same. And this this one is the most challenging I've ever worked at. Huh. You know, it's a food store and, you know, it's a big store, but I uh, it's like running a, a, a freaking really busy drugstore is, is what I can 
explain my wine and spirits is like, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. You know what's crazier? The last two quarters, I did over a million plus in sales. Oh, my God. I believe it. What? I believe it. I don't. I'm uh, just no, like, that's oh my crazy. God, a million plus? I think so many people are drinking from home now. and well, just, you For know. sure. But I, you know, just. That's, those are crazy numbers. That's you know, nuts. it's like, all right, I run a formula. That's just in alcohol sales. That's just in wine and spirits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm running a $4 million year store. Wow. That's kind of fun. All right. Uh, enough about that bullshit. Uh, we're talking about local stuff, which hy V is local. Hey, so it, they're all it's, local, right? Yeah. I mean, I did a hy V thing, uh, during the 4th of July with the, uh, Cedar Rapids, uh, for the Portrait of Life, Freedom Festival. Freedom Festival? Yeah, you know, yeah. they do the buttons and stuff like that. They were really worried at that time, you know, that they weren't going to have it. We ended up having it, I believe. So The Freedom Festival? Yeah. Didn't they do fireworks and stuff like that, I believe? I don't think so. Okay. I don't, maybe, but I don't... But the buttons, you know, they prepay for those buttons. You yeah. can't reuse so them the next year. We had to still sell them. Yeah. So and I think they're doing like, half price Why are we buying exactly. them? Exactly. Just yeah. to help support. So I kind of went out there and did a few posts at, at the hy Vs and had the shirt on. Oh, uh, that's and awesome. And stuff like that. But... Uh, no, I mean, there's just a ton of restaurants out here that... Uh, We're going to talk about Anvil uh, Meat Market real quick. Anvil Meat Market. Yeah. Steve. Steve Prohaska. That guy's a stud. Um, he was on our, He was a guest on here. Was he? Okay, yes. great, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, Dude, he's killing it. Yeah. I mean, that place is amazing. I mean, the sandwiches there you get there... $8 subs are like two and a half meals. It is, 100%. I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see pictures of other people's posting like, you know, their Reuben sandwich. It's not it's not a sandwich. It's like three sandwiches combined as yeah. much meat as he puts in there. You know, it's just phenomenal. And and oysters. So I me and my wife love oysters. I um, do too. And so he was bringing them in um non-cracked. So you know, not where so, yeah. so you got to crack them yourself. And I'm like, God, man, I never done this. You know, so I he sold me. Yeah. He sold me uh, one of those gloves. He brought gloves and I think the second shipment he had. So I bought the gloves and I bought, told me what to get for a pick or whatever and showed me how to do it. You know, I was like, that doesn't look too hard. And, uh, it took me probably maybe seven or eight oysters and I got the hang of it. Yeah. And after that, I was, I was money. You know, do you want to get an oyster sometime? Oh, we should. All right. Oh, they're phenomenal. See, and now you got to hold me accountable again. <laughs> you know, plus they're an aphrodisiac. So I like feeding well, them to my uh, wife as much as possible. Yeah. I'm, well, maybe we shouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> Bromance. All right, yeah. here we go. <laughs> um, I've also, you know, he's doing a great job there with his meats, his smoked meats, um, you know, his cured meats, tons and of stuff. Oh, dude, you know, and then he's got a great uh, local beer selection in there and everything else. You yeah, know? he just he's done a really good job with that place, and um, he's a great guy, and uh, just uh, his sandwiches speak for themselves. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, you get a sandwich, and I haven't seen one person say complain. You know, I mean. It's just, it's unreal. It's just great. And you get a pickle for the site, you know? Yeah, Who doesn't a, like pickles? A big-ass pickle, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bomax. Bomax is great. Uh, that's another place down in the check area. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah. their freaking menu items are just, you know. Their chef back there is amazing. Gosh, I know it. They're, they have the, uh, I love um, scallops. And, oh, they got some amazing scallops Do they? there. Oh, yeah. Uh, but their whole menu is really good. And, um, gosh. There's so many damn places out there. I tell you, Black Sheep Social Club. I'm going to put a little rod up for that place right there. Black Sheep? Yeah. Yeah. So they have this thing on Mondays where it's half-price mules, Moscow mules. Half-price half price. Monday Moscow mules. So typically huh? they're 10 bucks. So they're $5 Moscow mules. They're freaking good. they got so many, they got 15, 20 different flavors, I think. And, wow. Uh, so, you know, we sat out there in the summer on the on the little porch outside drinking those. And, and they also had a Monday special, the prime rib steak sandwich, which is phenomenal. 
between theirs and uh, the other one I mentioned earlier, uh, probably the two best in town. So I love Black Sheep. It's a classy place. It looks neat. Uh, you're treated right in there. Your drinks are amazing. The wine selection is fucking awesome. I'm a wine guy, obviously. I tell you, I had my boss <laughs> and, and the vice president of the company come to Cedar Rapids uh, to meet with me, and uh, that's where I took them. Because yeah. it was just it's you can get a burger if you want, yep. or you can get a nice steak, you know. Yeah. So it's just it's just well rounded. They got a lot of good drinks. That that chef there is amazing. I went to well, he went to Wash. I went to Jefferson, but he was a he was a grad same time I graduated and. Uh, he, he, he can cook. So, yeah. I mean, it's amazing food. There. And they got Clockhouse Brewing in the back there. Yep. That's another cool area. Yeah. 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 Shane Lunsford uh, has visited our podcast several different times here, and he has his own beer there. Oh, really? Yes. What is it? Oh, God. What is it called? Um, Clockfighter. Okay. So, it's kind of like uh, um, from like the Foo Fighters type thing. You know, he's in the, the Foo Fighters tribute band. Okay. Do you know Shane? Yeah, with the dreads. Yep, and yep, yep. So he he helped brew a batch or two there, and or he goes down there and helps. And uh, actually, I got to meet the head brewer. He comes into my store and and uh, shops. So we just started talking about beer, and he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm the brewer of Clockhouse." And I'm like, "No shit! All right, I got to come down and hang out with you." So, That's cool. Yeah, man. You know? Know? beer brings people together. You darn right, it does. It really does, man. You see, I got my Iowa Brewing Company hat on here. Yeah, you got Iowa Brewing and. Uh, Funny thing is, is I just picked uh, a barrel of Cedar Ridge, a, pr- a private barrel, uh, a single barrel, back in August okay. uh, for my store, right? And it got delivered, and I got it on my shelf at uh, Barrel Proof. And then I took that barrel, and it just went down to Iowa Brewing Company. And Craig and his uh, crew down there, um, I'm going down there next Wednesday with uh, – Another wine and spirits manager, and we're filling our private barrels with uh, Oja. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're Oja Porter, and uh, I bought I bought that on one of my posts that I did there. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. So we're gonna do that, and then um, next uh, fall we will have uh, or next winter we'll have uh, bourbon barrel aged Oja Porter. That's just awesome. for Johnson Avenue. Hi-Dee. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Well, I'll tag that one myself. I, I I need to hit that when that comes out. Yeah, I got. I was just down at Thu Brewing today and tasted um, our bourbon barrel aged uh, Imperial Stout that's called Helpful Smile for Johnson Avenue Hy-Vee, which is going to drop on January 29th. Huh? It came out of uh, Eagle or uh, Eagle Rare Barrel. Oh wow! From Buffalo Trace. Yep. So. There's a ton of good breweries out there. I mean, it's amazing what we have uh, out there for us nowadays. Yes, man. I, I agree. I mean, we're just on page one here. I know. I mean, Let's talk so, about Jimmy John. I'm just kidding. There's, <laughs> so there's Bloomsbury Farm in here. i got to get away yes. from here. So they, you know, they, they reached out to me for the Easter thing because they were kind of hurting whatever, and you know everything went virtual. Um, so my daughter ended up helping out out there. So she's only 10 years old, so they can't pay her or whatever, but she just wanted to volunteer. She's kind of into that animal stuff. And uh, so that family out there, um, gosh, amazing family, but they, uh, kind of, I went out there a few times and would sit there and work on my computer in their back wine area. I've never been out there. It's pretty neat. I know. And I should have, I should have been out there, but I I don't think I ever have. So, I mean, especially if you have kids and stuff, uh, they have some, they have so many different things out there. They have not just the animals and stuff, but they have a jumping bag. They have these huge ass slides that you can go down. They actually have a zip line, a smaller zip line for younger kids and stuff like that. 
Um, and then they do a lot of things throughout the year. You know, they have the, obviously during a scare, scary time in October, they have yep. a huge performance out there. They actually hire people in to do the makeup for all their actors and stuff really? out there. Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal thing. See, my daughter's been out there every year. Her mom takes her out there. So I'm like, why do we got to go twice? Yeah. You know. So they have baby animal days out there. So my daughter was out there just uh, – Working, uh, what do you call it? Uh, donate your time or volunteer. Volunteering. Yeah, there you man. go. Volunteer. There you go. Volunteering. And uh, so I would sit out there and do work while she was there. And then finally, after like three or four times, I'm like, "Do you care if I go back into town? Do you guys feel comfortable?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're we're good with that," you know. And so I'd come back, you know, three or four hours later. And now she's a staple out there, so she works out there. She, I mean, she'll be there more than she'd be at home if she could. So no kidding. Yeah, we just had a Christmas. Uh, what do you call it? Elephant Christmas party there uh, last week. White elephant? Yeah, white elephant. Yeah. yeah, that's my first one I think I ever did. They're fun. Yeah, it They're was so a blast. Yeah, you get stuck on some shit you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they we brought some shit and... Uh, but I brought some really good shit. I brought uh, Willie Ray's uh, barbecue. Oh, he yeah. gave me three big rib things. Um Full racks. Really? For, the, for You know them. what? I seen that post. You're like, yeah, I got my yeah, Christmas yeah. gifts. And I was like, yeah. Maybe it was two and a half, but he, yeah. You know, I wanted to buy them. He was like, you know, take them. And I'm like, hey, yeah, Willie, come on. Yeah, how can he keep giving away food? I know it, but uh, God bless him. I, yep. I, those guys at Bloomsbury loved it. We did a little video for him saying, thanks, Willie. Oh, but so we cooked cool. them up there during that, and it was, a, it was an awesome event. But uh, good family out there. If you ever get a chance, you know, check out Bloomsbury Farm. Uh, it's, it's actually a really neat place, and it I think people of all ages love it. They have a wine area in there, a bar. Um, you know, they make their own popcorn out there, kettle corn. They yeah. make their own nuts out there. It's, it's kind of a neat place. So definitely I would check it out if you ever get a I'm going to have to now. See, I think our daughters would get along really well. She's My daughter's going to be 14, and she loves animals, and she's all into all that stuff. She wears, like, those those shirts where you get, it, the proceed goes to, like, elephants and stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking ah, about? No. No, I don't know what it is. Is it like is. a flannel-type shirt or no, something? No, no, it's, okay. like it's like a long-sleeve T-shirt or a short-sleeve, and they're expensive, uh, you know, they're like 35 bucks or something like that, but uh, they have some sort of animal on it, and then it goes to like a wildlife foundation or whatever. And so she wears that type of stuff, and, and it just sounds like they'd probably get along good. They're in dance, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're probably friends on TikTok. Yeah, right? right? <laughs> God. That's something are else. You on, are you on anything else besides uh, Facebook? Um, not really. Instagram. Um See, I'm on Instagram, but I never use it. Yeah, and I, 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 I see. I use Facebook a lot. I, I use Instagram just a little. So see, I, I think it's our age that I, it has to be because my kids are on Instagram. They're like, "You never post anything, Dad," and I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I just don't get it." Yeah, I, you know. My youngest daughter set up a TikTok account on my phone just so she could like her own post <laughs> <laughs> from your phone. Yeah. <laughs> She's well, I don't even use it. I'm like, what, the, what are you smart. doing? I said, don't put it on my phone. She's like, look, Joe Sample liked it. <laughs> <laughs> She's super smart. She, he's got a ton of followers. So I did one of those yesterday. She was like, yeah, can you just do this dance for me or some little shake, yeah. shake your leg thing? She's like, oh, that's great. Perfect. And then she made, did whatever she does with it. I, I wouldn't even know how to do that. You know? Well, they do it in like sections yeah. and they put it all together. Like my, so we have a green screen and lighting kit and all this stuff down here. And my kids do these videos all the time. And I'm like, that's pretty neat. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's amazing. I mean, yeah. these kids are more, you know, obviously I'm, I felt like I was pretty good with the computers and stuff like that, but this is far away beyond yeah. my, my, uh, Unbelievable. my realm. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. I know my son does like uh, a video editing for like corporate, like presentations and stuff, like those motivational things. Oh, really? Like he has a company out of Waterloo that pays him to do these. 
And he'll just sit there with his headphones on and be like, oh, I was going to need 200 bucks. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, right? I cannot wait to live easy off of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's man. awesome. No, it's good, man. It's good. Um, did you see, speaking of TikTok, did you see that video of like how girls or people look in the store when they just go into like a TikTok dance? Like, I see it all the time at Hy-Vee, right? Like, girls will be walking down the aisle and be like, <laughs> yeah, and then they'll, they'll continue on, and yeah. I'm like, you look like, and like, I, I watch my daughter do this, and I'm like, you look like you have fucking Tourette's. Like, <laughs> she'll be like, so you know, yeah, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> but it's in their head, right, like, right, right, you know, and you know, I'm sure we're all victims of it, of our own little thing, you know, thing at, at some point in time in our head, you know, yeah, but. uh it no. just looks weird. It does. It does. <laughs> Especially if if you don't see the video. If you see him doing it, you're like, yeah. what the heck? Are and you this doing? guy was like saying, like, this is what girls look like shopping with their parents, and they have TikTok in their head, and they'll be like, come on, let's go. And they're like, <laughs> 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 like, it's so funny. I'll have to show you yeah, afterwards. You know, yeah. Look it up on YouTube. It's freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, you know what? We're gonna talk about Kingston Pub on here because they had a real short run. You know, Jake and Amy, I mean, they're doing great now with the frog. Yep. And they they took a spot and had a real short run because the derecho basically just destroyed it. Right. And she just knocked it out of the park with her smoked wings, and they just really spearheaded this. You know, like, I've known Amy a long time. I've known Jake a handful of years. And to see them come together and do what they're doing right now is super awesome. Yeah. I should get them on here. They'd be fun. Yeah, that Kinks and Pups. So I went there and I had no idea what to expect. Um, I knew I knew what the bar was before. It was a shithole, you know. And uh, Rufus McCooters. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they they did a nice job with it. It was real clean and stuff. And yeah, they I, did a great build out. I had her wings. Can I say fuck on here? Oh, you can. Yeah, you they just were did. fucking amazing. Yeah. I just had them on Sunday. They, I, Tommaso's used to have my favorite wings, but. Same type of kind of wings, but yeah. Amy took over first place. So. See, I used to go to Blue Toad on Sunday nights and get smoked. Never had Blue Toad. Where's Blue Toad at? Well, it's uh, uh, where Lucky's is now. Oh, so it's not Blue Toad anymore. Then. Yeah, okay. no, this was this was like okay. ten years ago, okay. right? So on Sundays, I would always get there and get their smoked wings because nobody in town had smoked wings, and I felt that they were better oh for me God. because they were smoked. Exactly, right? But they're not. No, no. but but in your mind, but they, they are. They taste so <laughs> good. They are fucking amazing. So, um. You know, the derecho knocked out Kingston Pub, which is too bad because it was right on First Avenue. I thought they had a lot of opportunity there. Um, but then they turned around and bought the Red Frog. And uh, they are killing it down there. So on Sundays, after I go order my liquor at Hy-Vee, I always call in an order of uh, smoked wings. And I go down and just get them to go. Because, honestly, I don't go out unless I get paid. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, or I go to the Knights of Columbus, but <laughs> but uh, I get uh, the Parmesan garlic tossed uh, smoked wings, yep. and then the raspberry habanero on the side. Okay, Fucking I have never had the raspberry. Jesus, oh. I got some in my fridge. Okay, I, I, I'm almost gonna go get it. I might when I leave this uh, podcast today. I might just go get some. Oh so you God. you take the Parmesan and then you dip it in. The... So the par- I get the wings. You can get them naked, right? I eat them naked all the time. Uh, yeah, and they're great. But Parmesan garlic tossed is great, right? Yep. You can just eat them, right? Right. And then take the raspberry habanero and just dip, dip it, it in that oh. with the, with the Parmesan garlic. Fucking a, dude! Like it is the best 
I like I eat like one or two, and then I'm like, "Whoo, that raspberry habanero is so hot!" And then I sit there, and then I wait a couple minutes, and then I go back again. Does it have a little kick to it, then? Huh? It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but nothing like did it kill you? Like blazing. Like I can't do shit that's so hot that you have to go just blow it out your ass the next, the next day. Is not. Yeah. Good. You know, <laughs> like, like my mouth hurt, then my butt hurt. Like, why did I do that? Exactly. <laughs> I've done that once. <laughs> I went to Buffalo Wild Wings and I had the blaze and I was like, oh, I can do this. And then like the next two days, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Am I dying? Oh, shoot. <laughs> True story. Oh, yeah. I've been there for sure. Never going to do that ever again. And, but uh, I tell you what, best wings in town, hands down, I believe. And I haven't had everybody's wings, so don't take my word. Um, be like Joe and take his. But I'm telling you. The Parmesan garlic with the raspberry habanero on the side. It's like a, it's not like a jelly. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like a, like a raspberry vinaigrette dressing type of huh. consistency, right? I'll, I'll be trying it tonight. I'm telling you that right uh, now. Yeah. Like, it's not that far of a drive for me. And, uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be supper time by the time we get done. So. Yeah. Well, and you might want to call ahead because they run out. So, yeah, I know it. They're yeah. fucking fabulous. I'll tell you what, she, her wings, um, and I've eaten a lot of wings Cedar Rapids. Do? I don't know, but she just, I don't know if it's her seasoning or what she does with them. Just tender and living care, maybe. She, yeah. She looks like a caring girl, doesn't she? <laughs> so I think she just takes good care of them, you know. Maybe we should ask Jake. <laughs> I can't believe he hasn't wiped that up yet. I know it. But uh, her wings are freaking amazing. If you haven't had them, definitely stop out there and get some uh, if you're ever in town as well. If you're out of town, those wings at Red Frog are the bomb. Yes. Hundred percent. Moco hot dog. Moco. I hot. did a nice post with them. I had a hot Game dog room outfit. And uh, hot dog emporium. Yeah, isn't that what it is? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did. I, I dressed up in a hot dog outfit outside that. Really? That I think post. I did see that. Yeah. Well, I like trying to make some of my posts fun. You know, I I, I dress up in outfits sometimes. Um, we'll get into that in a minute. How that started. Yeah, but uh, Moco. Uh, gosh, they have great. They have all kinds of dogs you can get. I tell you what, I like to go in there on Sundays. They had like two for ones, so watch Sunday football. Yeah, and half price hot dogs. So yeah. I mean, it was like you could you could get out of there with ten bucks for four beers and two dogs. You know, it's oh like, shit, that was crazy. No, I know you're you're a Chicago guy, Cubs guy, right? Yep. And yep. and I love authentic Vienna beef Chicago dogs with the caraway seeds and you know the neon relish. And I think Moco has came damn close yeah real close real close you know i mean nothing nothing does chicago dogs like chicago right but they're close yeah they're real good there i mean it's just and they got a great menu of uh of dogs to try too if you haven't tried them all they got know. a mac and cheese dog yeah <laughs> hey, <I> never, <laughs> not, not my favorite but <laughs> you could do a lot with a hot dog i guess but uh <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot right there you know <laughs> Um, you know, from that place, you know, it was Mahoney's before, and then it got remodeled to Dick's, uh, you know, Tap and Shake. Um, it was Mahoney's for a long time with the trophy shop next door. I don't know how long you've been in town here. But I've been there. I've been, I used to yeah. go to, but I used to work at Carlson Kelly's back in the day when I was young. And we'd always go to Mahoney's afterwards. You graduated from Jeff, so you've been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so no, we went to Mahoney's all the time. Yeah. After our, you know, the, after the crew got off work, we'd always on go Sundays. There. Sunday yep. jams were the best yep. because they had like a band from like yep. two to like eight o'clock or something yep. like that. They even had a, three... didn't they have a pool table back there too? They did. Yeah, and it said no masse. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they used to put a cover over the pool table and they had their bands yep, in there. Yep, yep, yep. Because people could just sit on it or whatever. And then uh, after the bands cleaned up, because that, that place is literally a shoebox, you know, before they remodeled. Yep. I mean, it, it was literally as big as this room. Not, yeah. Not a small not place. With, not with it's, that it's, part. Yeah, because yeah. double the space now. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's a really neat place. They got a foosball table. They got a, um, a shuffleboard. Yep. And pool table. And uh, you know, so they got some some games to play in there. They got some great drinks. They got a little stage there with a little sound system. And uh, Kenyon Thorpe is the bar manager or part owner, and uh, she does a really great job yeah. of of keeping people there. And I think Shawnee Star still works there too. Yeah, Shawnee yeah. Stars. Yeah. I always love seeing her there. She yeah. always has a smile on her face. She's she's treats you treats you like a like you're been there forever and you're yeah. Just you don't know. cross her though. No. you're fucked. <laughs> 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 I haven't got there yet. Thank you. I, me either. But I I've seen it on people and I'm like I don't want to be in the business end of that. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> no, that place is pretty cool, though. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. What else we got here? Yeah, we got. There's so just many. Keep looking, you can let's, keep say, let's just go right around the corner then to Old Neighborhood Pub. Okay, that place. Right. Uh, ONP. That place is pretty cool. Places so that place was shut down. It was doing takeout only, and. Uh, God, I, well, I used to DJ there when it was Patty O'Rourke. Okay. Okay. Back in the day when it was two dollar thirty two ounce Tuesdays. Oh, right. So all the Co and Mount Mercy <laughs> yep. kids would come there. Yeah. Two dollars for a thirty two ounce beer, right? And at the end of the night, you'd be like almost wading through beer because you get a beer knocked out of your hand. You're like, well, fuck it, it's two bucks. I'll go get another <laughs> yeah, right. one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, Lynn Lynn Henderson owned it. And rest in peace, Lynn. Um, but uh, then. Uh, Jack A. Rowe and uh, 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 his wife. Uh, oh. Is it Deirdre? I'm not sure. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm... Anyways, they opened it up, and it's amazing. Um, so you like wings. Uh, try their wings there. Yes. Uh, you have you? Their pork shanks oh. are really oh, good, too. they're good, too. Pork shanks, and they got this pickle, pickle wing, pickle deal it's deal like, pickle wing or something like that, mm-hmm. where they soak them so many hours in this in this you know seasoning. It, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. They're really they good. their kitchen is amazing. I took my dad there a couple times before COVID, and um, he's like, I cannot believe a place like this makes us good of food. And I'm like, I know, right? That's yeah. the best part. It's a it's a it's a dive bar, but the kitchen is phenomenal. Yeah. It's a great yeah. time during St. Patty's Day, too, with all that whole area there. It uh, used to be. Uh, it's been a long time since COVID. we've uh, yeah, I know, celebrated right? St. Patty's Day. <laughs> that was uh, They shut it down right before St. Patty's Day, wasn't it? Was yeah. You, right literally. Like a day before? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I had three shows out that day. Which I, 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 and I won't get into all that, but, uh, you know, it's just, it was too bad because that's one of the biggest days for those bars. It was bars. a power move. Yeah, and it's one of the biggest days for those bars and restaurants. I mean, it's... My wife worked at Dublin City Pub for years. Yeah, uh, with Matt Blake, and uh, you know that was the biggest day of the year. Yeah, hundred percent. So you know you count on that for a couple of months worth of payouts yeah. for your your employees. So to, for them to do that, it kind of sucked. And uh, yeah, I don't know if it stopped much of anything, to be honest with you. But uh, it is what it is, and uh, it's unfortunate. But that's that's a big day, you know. I mean, there's three big days a year. What is it? The day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas, uh, New, Year's New Year's Eve, Eve and, and St. Patty's, Patty's Day. Day. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, Christmas night is always a big one too. 
Uh, after after Christmas, they want presents. People want to go out, they see got old friends town. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play Christmas night years and year. I mean, year after year, and we would play at like volume nightclub and yeah. and and you know do really big gigs where there'd be you know seven eight hundred people in you know in a place and um it's just not like that anymore and i don't know if it's ever going to be yeah it's 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 scary to think that you know things are going to change i mean it sucks because uh, i mean i hope they get back to something similar to what we had you know originally yeah um but uh, it's going to be a little time for sure we got another year of the shit yeah at least it's 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 changing and all this other shit you know it's like whatever and who knows uh, what's happening upstairs right now You walked in and I was like, "Hey, uh, President Trump uh, just sent all his freaking cronies to the Capitol." (laughs) That was unreal. Uh, Yeah, we won't get into that. (laughs) Um, peace, peace on Earth, right? Yeah, goodwill towards men. Yeah. So uh, the Irish district is awesome. Uh, Check out down there. Um, And you know, places that don't have food all the time, like uh, O'Malley's, is always a fun place to be. Yep. And uh, the Nine Hundred Nine Nights of Columbus is right next door that's open to the public so make sure to check that out uh always a stiff drink and the prices are always good i love those places are you catholic uh i can be catholic okay cool <laughs> well you don't have to be catholic to go in there i'm just trying to recruit no. you no i'm a third degree knight so uh, i yeah. i grew up uh, so my parents were non-denominational um i lived by saint jude's on first avenue and uh we, they, my mom was real religious, but we were kind of a denominational church. And um, in grade school, I went to a lot of different Christian schools. And uh, like Cedar Rapids Christian, Cedar Rapids Baptist. Yeah. You know, I kept getting yep. kicked out of each one. <laughs> <laughs> really? Or something like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, before I finalized, my stopping point was at Trinity Lutheran and before I went to Jefferson. So, um, so I went to a lot of. Uh, Catholic Christian schools throughout my uh, growing up era, and then I went to Jefferson High School. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I say I'm non-denominational. We went to a Lutheran church for quite a while too. So uh, yeah, you know. Well, the only reason I ask is because that's the one stipulation to be a knight is you have to be Catholic. <sighs> I'm Catholic. Then hey, welcome. <laughs> No, you don't have to be Catholic to go there. And let me make that clear. You do not have to be Catholic to go to the Knights of Columbus. We're open to the public. But uh, I am a third-degree knight, and I am a second-generation knight. Cool. Um, my grandfather was a knight, uh, third-degree knight for 50 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, like, if this was, like, 400 years ago, I'd be in, like, full armor and shit. and <laughs> super uncomfortable. <laughs> I'd have to, like, go out and, like, joust people. <laughs> What do you mean? Come on, let's joust. Like, I don't even know how to fucking be a Marvel a, comic. I don't even know how to ride a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Joe Sample here on the GXP podcast. We love this man. We See, are having fun today. We're, we're, we're an hour and twenty in, and it feels like it's just been ten minutes. No way. Oh yeah, That's man. Crazy. An hour and twenty in, man. Yeah, you know we got another two hours to go. Perfect. Uh, everybody's like, "What? Listen to this." <laughs> We'd like to have fun here. Um, make sure to tell your friends about the GXP podcast on every uh, podcast platform, on Apple Podcasts. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Spotify. Um, so make sure you tell your friends about it. So how about some Mexican restaurants around here? We have a lot of Mexican restaurants. Gosh, a ton. Yeah, and they're amazing. You yep. Know? And, I, and I have one close to my house that I probably, you know, everyone ventures closer to the house if possible. But uh, Mas Margaritas. 
Um, and then my other big one is Lakatina. Lakatina. I, I spent a lot of time in Lakatina. Um, They've done a great job of branching they, out. They have. They do. They have to-go trucks too that they go to the neighborhoods and feed people. Um, Marion, I think they can serve alcohol, Cedar Rapids, they can't. But really, yeah, it's a weird ordinance deal. But uh, Lakatina is is those guys have treated me really well. They've uh, it let, brought me and my family out one night for a bubble experience in their bubble outside. Uh, have you seen those big bubbles you go in? They have heaters. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So in the winter time, you can Lebowski's sit outside. Has, the yeah, a lot of people yeah. have them now, but uh, I think um, local poor street food has them down there too, as uh, as well. But uh, you know, I was just down at food today. I didn't see them out there. Oh, really? But maybe they take them down. They could. I don't know. Maybe because of wind or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're in a bubble with some people. How is that better than? Well, it was a family, so people that I'm with every day, anyway. Yeah. So okay, you know, I get that. Yeah. I mean, my daughter had COVID, uh, and uh, she got it from a wedding. But my wife drove with her in a car all the way up to Waterloo because our test sites here were closed, and drove all the way up the car with her in Waterloo, sitting right yeah. next to her in her seat. My wife never got it, so I mean, it's yeah. just hard to figure this yeah, stuff out. Yeah, it is. Um, my son had it here in the house. Me and my daughter still have it. My mom, my dad, my sisters. Everybody's had it except for me and my daughter. And our thing is, we already had it, and we don't. We just don't know it yet. But yeah, I, I'm in the public every day. You, you know, know how many restaurants I've been to. You know how many places I've exactly. gone to, and I've been in so many different places. And I went and got the antibody test just to see, because I thought for sure I had it. Yeah, I thought it was saying it didn't show up. Yeah, but you know, I don't know how long those antibodies stay in your body either. It could have been when I had it. I thought I had it back in January. So I did the antibody test before I went and saw my mom in November. January. It's January now. January last year. Oh. So that's when I thought I had COVID, before COVID was a COVID, you know, because they did test on me. They couldn't tell me which flu it was. I was sick for two weeks, you know, and I you just had it, man. They just they couldn't they didn't They it. didn't test for it, see? So, yeah. I mean, my other daughter, you know, got tested that time, and she had some flu, but they said, no, I didn't have the flu. I didn't have this, you know, A or B. And I'm like, I, I said, I wouldn't even went in there, but it was a week and a half, and I just felt like shit, you know? And after a week and a half, you don't really have flu. I'm like three to five days. Yeah, you know. yeah. So I think I had it back then, but I don't know how long the antibodies, you know, and they don't know either. So it's a it's a big question out there. Same with the the vaccine. You know, I mean, how long is that going to last you for? You are not sticking me with that vaccine. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Listen, I don't get the flu vaccine. I don't either. So I I, I will take my chances of my body and the yeah. percentages of whatever it is and uh, and do what it is. But you know, I've been yeah. I've been out at every freaking restaurant in this town. I've been washing my hands. I, I sanitize. I wear a mask. I try to do the th- right things, you yeah. know. But you take your mask off and you're eating, you're drinking, and everything else. So yeah. it's, it's like you know, hey, you try to do the right things. And I've never gotten it. So yeah. I mean, whatever. It, it is what it is, I guess. And I work in a store that gets twenty-five to twenty-eight thousand people a week coming through. Right? I mean. Yeah, we use. Who knows what they have? Yeah, exactly. We're exchanging money. Exactly. You know, touching it. Yeah, and and products and everything else. And then I get my car and bite my nails on the way home, and (laughs) you know, right? And I don't even. And I was like, well, hey, I think my I I think because I've been around it so much that I'm good. And that's a you know I guess a naive way of thinking about it, but I can't say any other thing. You know, me and my daughter both are like, her mom had it. And she didn't get it. And that's crazy. Yeah, I know. And my son was in our house, and I was like, he tested positive, and I was like, all right, off to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The blood types make it. My wife tested, the gate donated blood, and she was O positive, and I heard a lot of O 
the O positive bloods don't get it as much or something. I don't know. You know, whatever. at the end of the day, it's just a freaking flu, man. You know, uh, more people die of alcohol and, and tobacco than of, of COVID every single year. It's, it is a flu bug. It's just another virus. Yeah. It. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, unfortunately it affects and kills some of the older people, you know, but. So it, does pneumonia. Yeah, exactly. But, you know? uh, it, yeah, it is what it is. And, it, it, I mean, car crashes, everything is, it kills people. It's just, any death sucks. So it's just, you know, I just need to, I, I like to see the economy get going back again. Yes. I just and, feel like it's a, it's a power position thing. I really do. And, you know, we don't got to talk anymore about it if you don't want to. But I'm just like, I feel like it's all been about power. How much power can we take away from from these free people before they snap? Well, they're snapping right now. Yeah. You know, because they didn't get their president. Right, right. You know, but that's okay. Oh, what about COVID right. and all that? None of those people had masks. No. Ah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. I obviously, um, it's affected all of us and it's bullshit. It affected, yeah. And, uh, the, uh, the local places and stuff, I mean, it's just killed them. Yeah. yeah they're yeah, like, yeah. at an hour and 27 minutes, the wheels fell off this podcast. You can have, you can have, <laughs> you can have a million people walk through Walmart a day, but you can't have a bar open past 10 o'clock. Give me that, tell me that bullshit, sense. right? It does. That's oh, fucking but if bullshit. you're sitting down, you can take off your mask yeah. because, I mean, what? Yeah. What? It's so, so contradictive. It's, it's, a, it's a bunch of bullshit and we got, People out there leading that aren't leading very good, no. I don't think, and it's just yeah. it's, it's a joke. And it's and it's killing small businesses and economies, uh, you know, and, and and communities, you know, as far as financially, you know, hundred uh, percent. And then there's other businesses that are just prospering beyond they could ever think. Mm -hmm. You know, the retail industry is one of them. For sure, you know the Amazon's got to be Amazon, loving it. Yeah, geez. they were already loving it. Yeah, so I mean, everyone's buying on Amazon, right? That's so funny. You just said Amazon, and I just got an Amazon email. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how that works? Weird, that dude. is, freaking, yeah, yeah. You say something all of a sudden on my Facebook page, I'm like, shit. There's an ad for that right now. God, the algorithms are just. Don't ever buy anything on Facebook though. Every Did time, you... every time I bought something on Facebook ad. I've gotten screwed. Really? Oh, I bought something for my wife. It's it just a, taken forever. It was for a me. lawn chair. And it was coming from China. And I was like, what the fuck? They didn't give me a order acknowledgement or anything. You know, after I ordered it, I saw I bought it. And then they like, didn't send anything. They're supposed to send shipping stuff. And I just pissed. I'm, I'm in sales. So I work in sales and I, I'm, I'm I all about know. being aggressive. Yeah. I like to piss pound shit. I want to find out what's going on. And uh, shit, I knew something was wrong with the deal. And I get stuff. So then I contacted. Uh, PayPal or whatever, where it went through the purchasing and uh, said, here's the deal. And I went back and forth and they come back and say, no, nope, this company shipped it. Here's your shipping confirmation. Well, we ended up getting this uh, big lawn chair, sunning tan lawn chair that folds out with a face hole in it. And um, <laughs> it came in the mail and it was in a little package about the size of a six by four inch package. I'm like, huh, what's this? I open it up and it's a Lego, one fucking Lego. I took a picture of it and I sent it to PayPal. I said, "Here's the fucking what lawn chair they sent me." Yes, they sent me. It was through China, but that was my purchase. So it was supposed to be a big lawn chair, and uh, it was a fucking Lego, one piece of Lego. I'm not shitting. My wife, we took pictures of it and sent it, and I was like laughing our asses off. What the fuck? Ugh. But it was one of those scam things. And uh, I mean, some people on there, you can see on the post that some people say, you know, yeah, oh, we got it, but it wasn't what we wanted. Yeah. And then, then some people are saying, you know, yeah, we got a fucking Lego. Hey, do you ever watch that? Uh, I don't know if you have, if you have cable or if you stream or whatever. Right. Right now we have a dish, and we're getting ready to cancel that. Ooh, yeah, get YouTube TV. So, so, so we we are streaming right now. Yeah, YouTube. In the meantime, TV. we're having a little trouble with the streaming, 
So we're going to YouTube TV. My wife's canceling. Awesome. awesome. All right. Okay, sixty-seven dollars a month. Perfect. And you have unlimited uh, cloud space, so you can record whatever program you want forever, and it will keep updating. But uh, check out the show on. uh, Is it uh, Nat Geo called Trafficked? Okay. Trafficked, right? And it's this this reporter that goes into these really crazy situations. You know, uh, uh, pimping cocaine fentanyl and then the first one is is about scam calls and how they're coming from jamaica and all this stuff right and you know they're scamming all these old people hey you want all this blah 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 and it's a really i mean i don't know how she gets access to this and still lives and puts it out there because it's amazing yeah um yeah my wife wife signing up she told me today she was signing up for the youtube so you get one month free trial and then um, it's so worth it uh so you can have up to five accounts streaming off of it at the same time, right? So you can have five TVs in your house, but that doesn't mean that you can't have it on your phone or whatever, right? So if five people aren't using it, you could have it on your phone. So like when I go to bed at night, I have a TV in my room, but I just put my YouTube TV up on my phone and just watch it. My kids can watch it. Can at you their... watch that anywhere? Yeah. Oh, really? Anywhere. Yeah. As long as you have you so know, I'm, data. I'm at a buddy's house and they don't have the game on. I can put it right on there. 100%. Yeah. Huh. And you get all your local channels too. So two That's seven awesome. nine, yeah two seven nine. We've been PBS. streaming for the last two weeks, and uh, I just upgraded my system and got um, MediaCom came out twice in three weeks. Yeah. So I was like, we're not getting. You tell us we're supposed to get this much gigs, you know? We're not getting close to that, you know? Yeah. Not even a third of it. They came out. One guy didn't fix it for shit, and then the next guy came out. And he's like, God, who who was here, you know? And he reprogrammed our whole thing, and then. It worked good for a day, and then it like went to shit again. So, so I, what router do you have? So I changed the, uh, I changed the Eero. I I don't know. No, the, not the router. Uh, that's the the, the, the router. No, the router is the Eero E E R O. I believe it is. So those those work good. Yeah. What I ended up changing was the modem. I went to Best Buy and got a. I I would tell MediaCom because they have to provide the modem. So they I was so I returned the modem to them yeah. and they gave me a credit. You know because they were charging me per month for yeah. it. I see your modem. I don't know if they're manipulating it or what, but it was like it was like it wasn't working for shit. So I got the new modem in and it's working a lot better now. But. See, I got a hundred gigs a month here, right? Um, which is which I have three hundred gigs of mine. Really. On my, so, yeah, on the plan for me to come. So I paid ninety two bucks for a hundred gigs. I'm pretty sure mine's up to three. It was two hundred. Now they added up to three hundred. No, that's three hundred megabits per oh, second. Shit. Yeah, I'm not very. I'm talking savvy. about the gigs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. So the megabits. Yeah. Yes, you want to be up over that. So I have a a, a, a dual band router. Okay. And then I use the router off my modem, right? So I have three bands of internet running through my house right now. So if you come on as a guest, you get that band with the same with like everybody has a cell phone and everything okay. else. And then I have my TV is on another band. And then I just have my internet for my computer and everything else on another band. So I, I break it down to like 33 gigs per band, right? And they all get... um I don't know how many megabits per second or whatever. Yeah, just the highest. But it's only ninety-two bucks a month. Oh yeah, it's nothing. So for one hundred and fifty-two dollars, I got full cable, internet, everything. Everything. And I was paying like two forty for freaking MediaComs. Yeah, yeah, crazy. And crazy. I get unlimited cloud. That's the best part. Like I have every single episode and every season of Saturday Night Live. 
for 35 years or 45 That's years or whatever it is. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Every episode of Modern Family, which is important. That's that's one of the greatest shows ever. Fucking it's such a family great. show. Everyone in your family can watch it, uh, and, it's, and, and everyone can enjoy it. It, it. it teeters on the edge of raunchy, but it's like, okay, yeah. You exactly. know, we have kids that age, and it's like, that's funny. You exactly. Know? That and uh, the Goldbergs. We love the Goldbergs. Oh, oh God. God. How could you not? Is that great? I love it when they drop F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Awesome, Those are great shows. I know, right? Yeah. My son's into the office, right? He's 16, and he's like, I've watched every season except for the last two. And See, I watch The Office, but my wife doesn't. But uh, I don't mind that. I like The Office. I just can't like binge watch it. Like it's he does. not on the same level as the Goldbergs and uh, no. See, that's that's brilliant humor. Like, uh, like Office is like dry, like Steve Carell humor, and you know that's funny stuff. But sometimes it's it like, gets old a little bit. Yeah, you know what's I'm happening. Bored. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm just glad I don't run like Barry from the Goldbergs. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's imagining that right now that knows what I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> His weird run. Yeah. It's like a penguin. I know. <laughs> Big tasty. <laughs> so when you when you were growing up, man. What what did you want to do? Like, what was your like big goal and dream? Like, you know, when you're in high school, and you're like, hey man, I'm going to do this. Or did you have like a hobby that was something that that you look back on now and be like, oh, that was funny. Or yeah, I did. You know, uh, my dad was a pharmacist in town, so he had sample pharmacies. Um, and he started off with one, and then had another one, and then had three is eventually. There, is there one down on Forty Second? No, there's none anymore. Um, he ended up sold, selling them to Sorg Pharmacies with Marion, and then it was called Sorg Sample, and then now neither of them are around because of the big box stores or whatever yeah. kind of killed all that. But uh, so I was gonna. So your go, dad was a drug dealer. Drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> a legal drug dealer, I guess. Back then, I think they squashed everything too. You know, they had. This cocaine, yeah. all that stuff they yeah. made medicine with, you know, you yeah. don't see that a lot anymore. It's all yeah. pills and stuff. But, uh, um, yeah. So I was, I went to school at Iowa for to go into pharmacy because I wanted to follow his footsteps. Oh shit! And huh? then I realized uh, uh, maybe I wasn't smart enough, or I didn't enjoy it. But uh, the chemistry and math killed me in that uh, pharmacy school. So I, I did that for a year, and then I switched majors to like a. So I was I'm more of a people person, not a not a I don't know if I could just sit there and be behind a right thing pushing pills every day, you know. I'm, I'm right there with a you. A drug man. dealer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so so I got out of that and I uh, went to a business uh, degree in sociology. So nice. Um, but uh, I've been in sales pretty much my whole life, um, and uh, I sell uh, metal buildings and metal roofing siding, but. Uh, Worked for APAC for about four years. Who and, didn't? Yeah. Up. I mean, we're probably close to the same age, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, I did not Dubuque. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them, tell them JCP. You didn't know, Jack Kelb, did you? I don't, I don't remember the name. Okay, okay. I just, I saw on JC Penny a life insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Death, death and dismemberment. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think I know who the program manager was in that <laughs> program. Oh my gosh! I think uh, Jack was a big guy, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I red haired kid. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. He, he was, was a, my manager. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was Jack Kelb in Dubuque. Yeah, yeah. I went hunt with him every once in a while. Uh, Beth, awesome. Beth, I think was a JC Penny, maybe JC Penny person for that program for the corporate. Yeah. But uh, no, so I worked there for about four years, but then. And then I went back to, into the steel sales again, and I've been there. I've been with my company now over 17 years. So so let me ask you this. How did you end up in a gorilla suit on the middle of, of uh, Kinnick Field? Okay, so the uh, gorilla suit was actually in the Metrodome. Oh, in the Metrodome. Yeah, yep, yep, my bad. Yep, yeah. Nope, nope, no worries. Um, so I was young. Um, it was back in 1994. So I was 21 years old. You could drink in the Metrodome back then. So um, yeah, because it was off campus. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the bike, sta- it was, Viking Stadium. Yep, 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 I remember that. Yep. yep. So I went there with my roommate, and uh, he lived up in Minneapolis. Uh, his parents did. His dad was the vice president of uh, U.S. Bank up there, and his lawyer buddy went to the game with us. And they got us tickets. We were in the end zone, uh, maybe 15 rows up or something, but. Uh, we're drinking the whole game, just having a good time. I wear the grill suit, and I had like a little Hawkeye. So you were wearing the grill suit. Wore it in there. The like game. with the face and everything? No face. So oh. I had a, like a bandana on my head. And I did it just for fun, just for a suit. No no intention to do anything else, you know, just to be a crazy Hawkeye right. fan, right? Because yeah. uh, gorillas made sense. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a – so I had a – it was like super grill. So I had like a cape. So I had the Iowa Hawkeye flag. It was a big eye, yellow flag. Yeah. And I like I, – Bobby pinned it or whatever I did on my uh, gorilla suit. And uh, so we're at the game, watching the game. We're drinking beers, having a great time. It's, it's, it's a typical Iowa-Minnesota game. It's back and forth. You know, Iowa scores 7 nothing and 7-7. Like at that point, it was probably 42-38 to 38 or something like that. And it was the fourth quarter. And they're like, oh, Joe, the the lawyer guy was like, hey, if you had any hair on your back at all, you know, you'd run across that field. Who wants hair on their back? Yeah, exactly. Oh, because you're a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you know, and then, I, then he pushed me a little bit more and kept poking and I was like, all right. So I walked down the 15 rows to the end zone and there's a bike. It must be a 12, 15 foot drop. And I'm like, oh shit, no way. You know? And I start walking back and they're like, do it. So you, uh, 10 or 15 feet to jump onto the field to, on the field so yes. you're scoping it out you're you're thinking i'm thinking yeah i was thinking what i had to deal with you know and i looked it up and uh when i was looking over the security guard was kind of looking over at me uh, down there and i was like uh so i started walking back and they when i was walking back about halfway there like get it, you know get out there send it i turned and went and just ran and leaped I landed down, my knees buckled, two scurs came in, just missed me. I got up and started running again, and about the 10-yard line, the guy dove and just missed me. So this is right during the middle oh of the game. Oh, my God. They're and so the, they're, like, playing? Yeah, they're at the 50-yard line getting ready to hike the ball. So I'm running at the these guys. They're, they're lined up to go, <laughs> and I'm like, Minnesota's on the right side. I was on the left side. The crowd noise is just going obnoxious. Yeah. So I, like, hear all of a sudden this roar because they see me running, right? And they see the security guys chase me, so I just hear this roar every – you know, I was getting goosebumps. I could hear this roar just louder and louder oh and louder. God. The crescendo was just going. Yeah. And uh, Tim Dwight, uh, you remember? I, I know was, Tim. Okay. Yeah. He was on the sideline. So I go to the, the left of the center. You know, they're all in the middle of the field. You're going to hike the ball about the 50-yard line. 
I got left on the Iowa side. Tim Dwight's over in the sideline, rolling his arms, going, go, go, go. go. <laughs> so I go, and then, and then the announcers, it's on YouTube. I think it's uh, Iowa Hawkeye Gorilla Man on YouTube. But uh, oh, Iowa Hawkeye watch Gorilla it. Man. Iowa Hawkeye Gorilla Man. Um, but uh, so when I got about the 20-yard line, the announcers on the so YouTube. You're, you're at a 100-yard dash at this uh, point. I, yeah, 110, oh, because least, I, I started yeah. back in the end yeah. zone, right? Yeah. So, and I got this heavy suit on. I got these big black boots on, and uh, and I'm, I'm probably drunk as a skunk, you yeah, know, right. because I'm young. I've been drinking beers all ah. game, which, uh, you know, the fuel to get me on the field probably. But uh, so I got there about the 20. The announcer's going, he's at the 20. He's at the 10. <laughs> Iowa Hawkeye, Batman in for a touchdown. You know, they call me Batman. I don't know what they're thinking, but it was a gorilla. He said uh, Batman. Yeah. Huh? So when I got in the end zone, I kind of did like a little Heisman pose real quick. And yeah. then like three security guards came Boom. in. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, I, I didn't resist or anything. I was yeah. like, take me away. I'm yeah. tired. And so they took me up to a room up there and I watched the rest of the game. And uh, they put me in a. They weren't even mad, were they? No, not really. No, no, no. I, I didn't resist or anything like that. So they, they were really polite with me. And they, they let me actually watch the, the yeah. place that really put me in. I watched the rest of the game and uh, took me to Hennepin County Jail and uh, just booked me for uh, disorderly conduct, $110 ticket. And then you're out? Out. So they tried to bail me out. They came to bail me out, and they said, no, you don't have to bail him out. He'll be released in two hours. You know, you just got to do yeah. the paperwork and stuff. And Even though you're drunk? So they gave me yeah, – they didn't test me for that. No shit. No, which is weird. <laughs> well, it's 1994. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you would think they would do that. Um, so I'm in the I'm in the jail cell in a in the gorilla suit. They didn't take me on the suit. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I get in a fight. Some guy gets starts to fight with me. So the game's on in there. They're showing the replays on the TV in there, and I was on there. Some guy started to fight with me in there. What? Yeah, so the police had to come in to the jail cell and, and remove that guy, or they put me in a different – I can't remember which way they did, but, yeah, he's like was all violent on me and stuff, but it was crazy. Damn Minnesota fans. Yep. <laughs> but I walked out of there. They gave me directions to where to go to, and um, which back then I didn't have a cell phone. So oh, of course you can't yeah. Google walk your way back yeah. to the car. So they wrote on the on the paper directions to where my car was parked, you know, and and uh, I ended up taking a cab, I think, because I couldn't find the place, and I stopped at a place and got a cab and drove, and they drove me to the place. So, so they didn't take your money or anything. No, they gave me a ticket for $110 for disorderly conduct. And you had to pay that at, at a later date. Later date, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now when you get booked in, like, they search your butthole. Yeah. From yeah. what I heard. Yeah. From what I heard. Yeah. yeah you know, I mean, it's, it's been a long time <laughs> since. It's been 15 years, you know, 16 years, 17 years uh, since, uh, yeah. Um, so this isn't the only time the Gorilla Man or Batman has made an appearance at an Iowa outing, huh? No. Um, so after that, so the, they had a – so that was a Saturday game. Monday morning, the Daily Iowa, which is the uh, Iowa City paper, came out with a front-page paper of Daily Iowa. It was me, and it's like 8 by 10 picture of me running across the grill, the suit in the grill suit with a security <laughs> guard at the 20-yard line. You know, looks like the guy from uh, Mall Cop, uh, Bart. Yeah, Bart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's he's at the it's a perfect picture and uh you know we're we're stride for stride at the twenty and uh so it's it's out in the front page of the paper. Well, you know, the University of Iowa, all the people see that paper and I just became infamous there. Yeah, you know I mean Oh of course, yeah. So there was a local bar there called the Airliner. I, don't know if I, you know I used that. to DJ okay. there. Yeah. So Randy Larson had owned the Airliner. He was a lawyer in town. He did Breakfast used to DJ there all the time. Oh really? Yeah. You know Breakfast? No. No. no? Okay. Um, so Randy Larson, who was a big 
you know, Iowa supporter and stuff like that. Yeah. And he always has, he had seats to the basketball games, like front row. So I'm in his bar one time for an Iowa game, just in my regular clothes. He's a sample. What if I get you uh front row seats? Would you get the grill suit on and go, go do the, run the grill suit? On? <laughs> this is a lawyer telling me this, yeah, right? Yeah. And the owner of the airliner. I'm like, uh, I said, I don't know. I, you know, he goes, I'll raise, I'll take a hat around the bar right now and raise money for you. So he took a hat around the entire bar, raised bail money for me. I think they had $380 in there. To get you out of jail. I said, okay, I'll go, I'll, I'll run to my place right now. I'll get the suit on. I came back to his bar. He was feeding me drinks, you know, and uh, gave me tickets, two tickets. So I had a little buddy of mine, my little Jewish friend, uh, Jason Fine, and uh, he went to the game with me. He was going to be my little stepping ladder onto the field but uh so i'll get into that in a second but uh so we got to the game i'm wearing the suit but they didn't really like worry about it because you know the first one i did was in the metrodome in minnesota so they didn't really say anything and so we're i'm high-fiving herky the full first half we're playing the northwestern i think chris kingsbury that day had like eight three-pointers or something oh yeah yeah um but uh it was so he's high five, and I'm like, hey, I think it's time to do this. So I brought in a little miniature basketball, one of those black and yellow ones, the Hawkeye balls and stuff, and I had it with me. And uh, so I told my little buddy uh, to go down the other side of the field, and I said, when you know, the other side of the, the court, court, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, when you see me go, I need you to get out on your hands and knees, you know, about the circle line before the basket, so I can jump off your back to dunk the to ball. To dunk the ball. <laughs> So he got in position. I seen him was in position, and I was getting ready to turn. Uh, I was getting ready to throw the ball, and I think uh, they threw it into Montier Glasper. I went on the court, and they threw it into Montier Glasper. So the play's live. Well, me and Montier Glasper collide. Oh, no. I lose my ba- mini basketball. It goes to a min- uh, Northwestern guy at half court. So I run over to him. I go, give me the ball, give me the ball. He gives me the ball. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? What's he going to do to me? <laughs> he gives me the ball. I go down there. My buddy's on his hands and knees. I go up and I step on his back and it just sort of sucks in. I, instead of getting the bounce I wanted to, he needed to be strong. I kind of sucked in. I went up for the dunk. I hit the back of the rim and it didn't go in. <laughs> so I missed the dunk, which was, uh, you know, sucked. But uh, I scored a touchdown on the football one, though. Yeah. <laughs> So they were there to take me away, and uh, Jess Settles was in the in the alley, the locker room, hallway, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they were, when they were taking me away, and uh, Jess Settles has quoted in the Gazette, he's like, "There he is. He's the most famous guy in Iowa. He's more famous than Iowa State's mayor, Fred Hoiberg." <laughs> I got I got those papers laminated, but cause I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was my claim to fame in Iowa, and. Uh, <sighs> I had bars on Halloween asking me to like union, like uh, show up and show up. Yeah, they yeah. Cut, they come come here for an hour or two. Uh, free drinks, free drinks on us. You know, come up with the grill suit and show up for the thing. So it was fun. I mean, it that's was that's awesome. Yeah. Back in the day, you know that that's nothing. And now you do it now today it would be a terrorism act or something like that. Yeah, you know? I know. And that's the problem with it is is that it was all in good fun and everybody's seen it as that because you weren't hurting anybody and it was okay. Yeah, you disrupted the game or whatever, but. Uh, you know, looking back on it, it's like that was the biggest form of social media right there. Right. 
So I mean, you had your you you were nipples deep in it, right there in '94. Exactly. You, know, <laughs> you they, know, nowadays they don't even show that. They try to, oh yeah, turn the TV well, off. Yeah, because else. people are getting naked and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I mean, if you would have ran out in the uh, on the field, you know, in a gorilla suit with a big old dildo, <laughs> it would have been a different story. Yeah, but it was good, clean fun. Right, you right, know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. oh, this guy's in a gorilla suit. Why? Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. Mark Dukes wrote a really nice article. String him up or let boys be boys type of thing. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's hanging in, uh, at, uh, Jimmy Z's place right now. So that's cool. If you ever yeah. want to read the article on Jimmy Z's, I will, the man. pictures are there in the corner and the articles there is by Mark Dukes. He wrote a real nice article about these are the guys that will be your teachers for your kids, yeah. this and that, you know, these are just kids having clean fun. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, I've been with my company now 17 years. I've been one of the top salesmen of the entire company. I, I'm successful because I am what I am, not because of what I did in my past. Right, so, exactly. You know. you know, and not everybody can do that, of course. You know, I mean, it was an opportunity that you that you took a chance on, and then you took a second chance on, and then that was that. Yeah, uh, I mean, you didn't do it again after that, right? No, I no. had the, I had the wrestling team want me to come there, so I showed up into uh, Carver. In the grill suit. In the grill suit. In the grill suit for a wrestling match with when Dan Gable was coaching. Yeah. Um, and uh, so. Ironside, you remember the Ironside? Yeah. Okay, so I was good friends with them growing up because they went to Jefferson with me. They were like, uh, hey, can you show up in the girl's suit? So I had security. I went and sat down. Funny thing is I had people coming over to me for autographs. Oh, yeah, I bet. during the, Yeah. And uh, so I went and uh, – well, How did you sign it? I say, Joe – AKA Gorilla Man, Gorilla Man sample, yeah. So when when I talked to you about doing this podcast, you're like, you want me to bring the Gorilla Man stuff, and I was like, what the fuck is he talking? About? <laughs> yeah, of course, but I didn't know the whole story. Like I remember hearing about this, but I didn't know that was you. Man. Yeah, a lot of people don't. And then a lot yeah. of people watch the video and like, oh, you had long hair. I said, no, it's a bandana type of headband type yeah. of thing. But uh, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's it's fun to watch. It's 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 funny. But, so uh, what security do when you went to the wrestling league? Uh, so they came, so they're down, they saw, you know, I came in the girl suit and, uh, actually I had a trench coat on. So I took the trench coat off when I got in. Cause I, at that point I was pretty known around there. So I wouldn't get in with just the girls so they know who I was. And, uh, um, I took the trench coat off and security guards came from the bottom and the top and say, Hey, we got our eyes. On, they basically said, we got your eyes on you. We got here and there. Don't try anything. And they had like four security guards from the two on the bottom, the two at the top watching me. So I didn't do anything. Uh, you know, probably Dan. But you Ga- probably got so much press just from being there. Yeah. yeah. You know? Plus, Dan Gable probably would have came out there and t- taken my ass down. Yeah, so. he would have too. <laughs> that would have been awesome to get choked out by Dan Gable. <laughs> you know, it's, that would have been. It would have been like a <laughs> yes. Right. I right. don't remember it, but uh, I heard it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's amazing. So that was it. Was fun. It was you know fun college stuff. You know, you're young, 21 years old, and yeah, you can't get away with that anymore. Nope. 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 Nowadays it'd be a whole different thing. So $110 ticket. That's all it was. So when you got busted in Iowa City, would they $110 charge? just go? They didn't check. They didn't check alcohol either that Nothing, time. Huh? No, it was weird. Um, actually, actually did when I ran into Montana Glassbear. They uh, there was a little more to the Iowa City deal. Uh, Montana Glassbear. They tried to charge me with assault. And they ended up oh. bro- they ended up dropped because I ran into them yeah. on the basketball court. Then they dropped. I, so I had to hire an attorney actually for that whole deal. Then they wanted to. Uh, kicked behind the University of Iowa at first, and then they pulled back and they said, "Well, you just can't go on any sporting events till you graduate." Well, oh, wow. well, well, yeah. If I'm not wearing the grill suit, do you know? 
because yeah. they, they didn't, except for the one officer that arrested me. <laughs> right. So, you know, but uh, so it's funny. I go to football games now and I see that officer and we just get a kick out of it and laugh about it. Uh, He's still working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, we talked over the years and stuff. We actually exchanged numbers and stuff. And, That's super cool. Yeah. Man. So, you know, it was a fun deal. It wasn't nothing dangerous or anything like that. Yeah, you didn't hurt nobody. No, no. You so. know, except for that uh, douchebag from Northwestern. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> if he if he got hurt by a guy in a grill suit. Yeah, come on. Come on, man. You know. Dude, Joe Sample, you are an interesting guy, man. you got a lot going on. You've had a great past. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is what I love about the, you know, the the podcast here is I didn't know any of this. That's and, crazy. And and now everybody gets to hear these stories, man, you know? I mean, yeah, people read about it um 26 years ago, right? Uh you know, in the papers and so forth, but the people that are going to listen to this, you know, in, in the next few months here are going to be like, "Oh, that's him." And now look what you're doing for the community of Cedar Rapids and everything else, man. You're a wonderful man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I have a big heart. I've been in the community a long time. And, I mean, like my dad's pharmacy was a local business. So yeah. that helped me get through my high school, college, and everything else. So the least I can do, I felt like, was, you know, support local and try to help them out as much as possible. So, Well, I think you're definitely doing it, man. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to plug? Oh geez, um, I I would like to plug out to some of the places that uh, do it. did a big support for me for the hospitals and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Tomaso's Pizza was a huge one for me. Um, Holly Carefree over there um, donated, I bet you, over two three hundred pizzas uh, to the hospital wow. several times. Um, um, and that's good freaking pizza. Oh, the best in town, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, one of the best. See, yeah. see, so people ask me all the time. They're like, Joe, what, what, you know, what, what's, what's your favorite pizza? Whatever. You almost can't say one or two. No, because there's and so every, many different styles. Exactly. And, yeah. and there's, everyone has their own taste, too. I'm a big thin crust guy. So I like Tommaso's and I like Sam's. So if I had to say two, I'd say Sam's Pizza or Mr. B's. What do they call it now? Mm-hmm. Mr. B's and, and Tommaso's. Wings, obviously, Amy has my heart. And then Tommaso's probably second for me. But, uh, uh, Pita's. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Pita's. Yeah, it's out there in Hiawatha. Yep, yep. Yeah. And now he has a new place in uh, Nubo there too. But uh, um, he donated a shit ton for the hospitals and That's nursing awesome. centers and stuff like that. So it was it was amazing. Um, My mom's a nurse at Mercy. Oh, really? Yeah. So we. I, mean, Still, I, I did yeah. several donations to the Mercy and St. Luke's. Um, uh, Cedar Rapids Bank and Trust, James Klein there, um, ordered a bunch of pitas the other day. I delivered for uh, St. Luke's Hospital, which was pretty cool. That Cedar Rapids Bank and Trust has done a great job of uh, even uh, doing a bunch of donations type of thing for the community and for the local heroes at the hospitals and stuff. So was awesome. Yeah. Um, there's so many different ones. Uh, we donated from Blind Pig, uh, Brandon Goodwin. Um, Donate a bunch of Oscars uh, cinnamon rolls. You ever had Oscar cinnamon roll? I haven't. You need to have one. I'll buy you one. With chili? Oscar cinnamon roll. They're huge. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they're like this big. And so Brandon was a guest on here too. Yeah. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I helped him deliver a bunch one time. I put on an Oscar the Grouch uh, costume. Costume? Yeah. <laughs> you love dressing up, so don't Oscars you? Oscars has a wall of fame. Yeah, I do love it. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it makes things more interesting. Yeah. Uh, I delivered, delivered some of the stuff in a Superman outfit at uh, the hospitals, too. So That's super cool. Yeah. I mean, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Oscars has a Hall of Fame in their restaurant, and uh, 
they put that picture of me and her and her son on the, no on the Hall of Fame, Wall of Fame or whatever. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, man. They don't, they don't As it should be. They're, they're are a local-owned place, you know, the family-run. Yeah. Uh, I love Oscars. Yeah. It just she, I don't know how she does it, but she like some, I've seen her there work that whole freaking restaurant. Yeah. It's packed. I mean, that place does a good yeah. business. And there's a reason why they do good business because they take care of people. Yeah, they, they and it's really good, good food. food at yeah. a good price. So, um, whenever we have a bunch of family in town uh, before COVID, we'd always go out there on Sunday morning after mass and stuff. So, um, it was awesome. Yeah. So there's just I mean, there's a lot of good restaurants out there that need help and uh, um, that have been doing a good job for the city. And uh, you know, we just need to keep them around. You know. Keep the yeah. businesses going. I hear you, man. Dude, you're an amazing guy. I'm so glad that you came on today. Thank you so much, man. Like your stories and everything that you offer to everybody around town here, uh, to the community, to um, all the local businesses. Thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, I don't know if people tell you that enough, but thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me today too. Yeah, man, it was awesome. I hope you had enough to drink and and uh, I you got to go get some wings here pretty soon. Uh, right? It sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> so parmesan and a little bit of raspberry, parmesan garlic, and then a raspberry habanero. All right, yeah, put the order it. here now. Yeah, we'll, here. we'll we'll do it after this here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We got Joe Sample here. Be like Joe. Be like Joe. Definitely be like Joe. It's a GXP podcast. Thanks for tuning in.